Akiva Nita podcast season three episode seven of Entourage coming up here and I'm very excited to uh, bring in I don't know uh, which one of the Entourage guys you want to call him here he is Uncle Kiwi Kiva Wieneker I think they call me Kiwi drama Kiwi drama yeah all right wow boy Kiva how you doing yeah it's been a week. I feel like this last hour has been a week. Like, <laughs> yeah, and we're only recording a, on Thursday. It's a. It's been a crazy week. I'm. A, I realize I'm about to find out, and I know there's bigger problems in the world. Like what people who don't follow sports do as a hobby. Yeah, since the last sport just got canceled. Like I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm. I guess I'm going to like binge every single thing on Netflix. Like my kids just they they had school canceled for the next over a month. So mm-hmm. we're basically home confined for for six weeks and my mother-in-law is talking about coming doing uh doing a stint here I, I i might lock the door and just absolutely like netflix and chill with myself netflix what does that mean that uh, i hope not just mean like, what i think it means no, no 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 it doesn't mean what you think it's just netflix and and like no nobody you're not gonna be treating in. your body like an amusement park are no, you no no netflix and and like confinement you know okay. like, like quarantine <laughs> All right. Anyway, so uh, Akiva, that I think that uh, people are probably uh, excited to hear from us. No, yeah, I think uh, there's so you know there's so little other entertainment that's going to be going on. Yeah, I'm sure even with podcasts, I was just thinking about this, Rob. A lot of shows, not every show can be done via the internet, right? A lot of shows have more visual element or podcasting. uh, um, The world's number one pastime now. Yes, but I'm saying We're like even some of your now. some of your favorite podcasts probably can't do that much from your especially the higher yeah. you know sort of production value ones like no this you know, is with, with good that. medium production that good everybody production. yeah yeah like the ones where people have to be in the same room they're yeah. in trouble forget Here, it forget it we could do we could do Look, two a day at this point Akiva, we could do, that's what two a days are let the history books show that yeah. when it came time to picking a catchphrase for Robin Akiva Need a podcast we definitely got it wrong when we did not go with nothing good ever came from leaving the house it's true we should have done that, that, that <laughs> and it could still be a shirt yeah we blew it we blew it yeah. anyway we could st- we could tell in the shirt when things calm down okay Akiva. So last mm. time out, we ratified the Constitution for mm-hmm. Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Uh, how do you feel like it went? Listen, we it was one of those like we knew we had to get there. You know, it's like it's not fun to drive on the bridge to get to your grandma's house, but there's no way to get to your grandma's house without driving on the bridge and getting stuck in traffic. Yeah. Right? Like so that's- we got it. Constitution is in place. And so we are ready to go. First podcast of the Constitution era. How many laws do you think we're going to break today that we don't even realize? Uh, I don't know. But then, uh, yeah, people uh, can't wait to flag us. I think that that's the fun for the podcast listeners. Yeah. And I think next week we'll have a Supreme Court in place. We want to give people a few more days to uh, to apply to the Supreme Court. Okay, All right. So that's all still to come. But we're going to talk about season three, episode seven of Entourage today. And this was one that you were really pulling for. You were really pushed for season three, episode seven of Entourage. And I think I was a little more hesitant. 
you were more hesitant. And, uh, you know, people like to pitch us their favorite show or maybe their favorite sort of like out there show. And to me, it's like the more there is to say about a show, like you don't want a show that's just objectively bad always. But if a show is great, then you've said this, like, where do we say, okay, great. You know, this show is really funny or this show or yeah, this is like a solid A minus episode. Entourage has we we could do 10 hours on any episode of Entourage. Like there's so much going on that, you know, you want like a little bit of up, a little bit of down. And I think Entourage gives you that. Okay, so we're here to talk about it. Were you a big Entourage guy at the time? Uh, much like Harry Potter, I, I binged like the, or I watched in real time the first like five or six seasons, but I, I really bailed out. I bailed at the very end. I yeah. didn't watch the movies. I missed the last season or two. I think there was one movie. Oh, really? I thought they did a sequel. I, so I missed the that movie and I missed. City. So they did two Sex in the City oh, movies. Oh, I always mix. It's the same show. I always mix them up. Yeah, I think that that was sort of the premise for Entourage at the time of its uh, debut, which I think was 2004. Uh, basically, it was like, hey, this is like Sex in the City for guys. Ah. Four guys hanging out, having fun. Media, you know, doing uh, all sorts of uh, fun things, and you got to live vicariously through the life of. I guess we should explain what the show is, but uh, basically, the show of Entourage for our millennials and our uh, Gen Xers who may have missed it. It's the story of a uh, young up and coming actor named Vincent Chase who makes it big in Hollywood and then is surrounded by an inner circle of guys that he knew from when he was uh, in New York. They were four best friends. One of them, what, with uh, movie star good looks, ends up striking it big in Hollywood and brings out his best buddy, Eric, a.k.a. E. Uh, then his older brother, Johnny Drama. I guess Johnny Drama was already in Hollywood. And then younger brother comes out. And then Turtle is another guy. Turtle is another guy. Yes. <laughs> Turtle's another guy. I don't know. Am I missing anything else in terms of the premise of Entourage? No, it's it's basically we're flipping back and forth between the movie star, uh, his manager, their two idiot friends, that that you know, that core four, and their agent who actually knows how to act. Like it, it's really it, it's the whole series is there's an A story and a B story usually that intersect. There's not really a C story usually. Those are those are the only five major people on the show. Yeah. It's very broy and unironically broy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, made by bros for bros. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg is you know very prominently. He's an executive producer. Doug Allen, like it is. It, I don't know if there's any women. Like maybe they had like a gaffer who was a lady, but I think this is like <laughs> the most like testosterone. Not a male lot of women writers on Entourage. That's a good question. I will I will get back to you if there is a woman writer. Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll see. How many episodes of Entourage were written by women? Uh, that's a good, good answer. Trivia right. question. O over under one and a half. While, while I look, <laughs> I'll say under. Um, okay. So uh, ninety six episodes of Entourage over eight seasons and a movie. Uh, they were so close to hitting that syndication number, Akiva. Uh, is is Entourage really like how the show was really a part of culture? The HBO shows don't really get aired, especially they're like a weird amount of, of time, so it's hard to syndicate them. The HBO shows don't really have a life of their own off of HBO, yeah. like TBS or something. Yes. So I don't know. Do, do people, are younger people finding this show now and watching it unironically? I don't believe so. I think it's very dated. Uh, the, do you think that maybe we're going to see uh, Kevin Connolly and Jerry Ferrara start a Entourage Guys podcast? I think they probably already do. 
Yeah. No, I know that Jerry Ferrara does do podcasting, but I don't think he rewatches episodes of Entourage. Uh, did you see that there is going to be soon, uh, in the style of the Office Ladies podcast, a Sopranos rewatch podcast? Yeah, can't believe those guys were available to do it. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I believe it was it uh, Sharippa and Michael Imperioli. Yeah. 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 Sharippa and Mike. That that probably would have been my guess. Um. Yeah. I, have you listened to the Office Ladies podcast? No, but I know people really enjoy. It. I I would have guessed Sharippa's up for for anything. I, I would have guessed like uh, Sharippa and Polly Walnuts. I think I. I think I uh, was listening to the Doughboys once. I think Sharippa like cold emailed the Doughboys <laughs> asking them to come on. No joke. Like his his manager or something. Yeah, that was probably him. Yeah. Um. So, uh, bad news or good news? Elisa uh, Alden was uh, was a writer. She wrote one and a half episodes of uh, season three of Entourage. Okay. All right. Uh. So that that, that is that a tie or is that no? A- it, w- it would have been, but then Ali Musica gets uh gets added. So yeah. there's two female. Writers I think they on. yeah that she is uh listed as one of the uh the, there are uh, executive producers uh and she is listed as the uh seventh of seven executive producers on the show. Yes, there's one more woman writer on the show than there is Turtle writing turtle wrote some of the turtle writes some of the season eight uh, episodes. <laughs> they let turtle write episodes yeah they let turtle write episodes yes okay uh so the cast of entourage uh, of course and then there is the uh agent to the uh y- young uh vinny chase uh that is ari gold played by mm-hmm. jeremy piffin the one you know established person in the core cast of the show uh vinny chase is played by Adrian Grenier is that am I pronouncing yeah. that right? I never remember if it's Grenier or Grenier, but Grenier, yeah. yeah. Um, Akiva is uh, yeah. is he the Mark Sanchez of actors? I mean, they look a little bit alike. They first do look. Of they all. look a lot alike. Uh, yes, but, but I mean. Uh, it, Adrian Grenier. Yeah, I, I got a lot of pushback on my uh, John Hamm is not a huge star uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> take on the Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast, just because I feel like that uh, he's you know why why not no other starring vehicle you know post Mad Men. That was my that was my my uh, thesis on that take. But none of nobody from the Entourage core four. Uh, can even like uh, get a, a anything right? Like I, I use the example of like we're talking about John Hamm or Clive Owen on the uh, on the mm-hmm. podcast this week, and I said like if they if they have the same manager and they offer them both Lauren Michaels, like SNL would pick John Hamm in a heartbeat to host right. SNL. I don't think Adrian Grenier can get a ticket to watch SNL at this point. Like oh. I don't think he has that much. Juice. He's hoping for an invite to the Renat mailbag. Should we invite? Oh, I, I do think he probably has a big social media following from like the bros who love on. You think so? I doubt it. If I feel I, like, yeah, I feel like if that I he's guess. the most. But I, I would guess either Kevin Dillon or Jerry Ferrara probably have a bigger entourage oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro fan base than Adrian Grenier. You want to do a Twitter, a Twitter, a follower guess for Grenier? Yeah, I, would, now, I think he probably has. If I had to guess, I bet he has a lot of fake followers. That I bet he has almost Ooh. like no interactivity on his posts. And I think that he tries to act like I. That my issue with why Adrian Grenier annoys me is because at the time I felt like that he carried himself like he was Vincent Chase and not yeah. like he's Adrian mm-hmm. Grenier. Yeah, I, I think that's correct. I remember watching and been like. Everyone thinks this guy's a bad actor, but clearly he's going to be a movie star afterwards. So it's weird that he's such a bad actor. And then it was like, no, he's such a bad actor that he never became a movie star. Yeah. I bet is even not even on Twitter. 
He is. He has uh, 339,000 followers. He says he manages like some bands, and but his main thing is environmentalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's if a big I, environmental ocean guy. But I think that he just, uh, because he thinks it's cool. No, I don't know. He seems he's so into it. it, mm-hmm. it all, all his posts are about the he whales. Needs a he's thing, very, because it, but because he can't, you know, get any acting work. He's very into the whales. Do you I assume feel he's like whales, that, Do you feel like that he would put the environmental work on hold if he got an acting gig? If like they said you could star, you could be like in the new X Men movie, but you had to like punch a whale or something. <laughs> would he do that? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know so good for him good for him he's doing something this is good this is you know better than like being on cameo and then mm-hmm. selling like you know hey it's Vinny chase from aquaman uh and so good 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 for him good job uh wh- what about e kevin so connelly it- Ke- kevin e in the show or do you want to do you want to talk about kevin connelly outside the show i talk about everything all right, so E, or by the way, are you like not, do you, are you more on my side now? Not that you like Entourage, but after when watching, you realize. When did I say I liked Entourage? No, no, no. I, I'm asking you, are you more on my side if there's a lot of meat on the bone to talk yes, about I this show? Yes, I do think there's, there, there's, yes. uh, <laughs> there's, way more than the Brady Bunch two weeks ago. Like, the, there's <laughs> sure, much more going sure. on. Sure, Kevin Connolly also, he's Low on bar, like every podcast. Clear. Yeah, he's on every podcast, only 170,000 followers on Twitter. Wait, what uh, does he talk about on podcasts? Entourage? He's always there. He's like, you know, him and, and Jerry Ferrara are like famous enough to go on any podcast. Um, I, I, I feel like this show is like Barstool Sports, the show. That's really mm-hmm. what that's really what Entourage is, if you're not familiar with it or, mm-hmm. or like. Um, so they're very bro Kevin Connolly, by the way, we talked about Jerry Ferrara, like writing. He directed a lot of late episodes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much directing he's done since. I think he has done the best of the core four by far, though. Right? Kevin Connelly? Like afterwards. He has roles in things like that. He could get TV well, gigs. He's probably doing pilot season, I would suppose. You think so? Uh, what is he in? Let's do some I- IMD bags Ooh. on uh, Kevin Ooh. Connelly. No, not good? Don't well, do it? When you, when you, I mean, you could do it, but when you go to Kevin Connolly and the third to last thing is, is a 2016 show Pitch, he did two episodes of The Oath. And now he's got post production on. Yeah, you're saying you're fight. the one saying that he is uh, working a lot. I, I think well, I was that- wrong. I was wi- wildly wrong. Unless he fully became a director. Oh, yeah. do you know what? He did become a. He made he made a thirty for thirty. Oh yeah, he's a, he is an actor in the uh, working in post production on the upcoming uh, Chick Fight. Chick Fight, yes. Uh, he did direct. He so he's doing. He directed. Oh, he directed that Gotti movie that. Horrendous oh, yeah, Gotti movie. Yeah, yeah. And then I think he was trying to say that the bad reviews were fake news. Yeah, we talked about fake this on news, Newsday. Fake yeah. news, yeah. 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 A 4.8 like, on IMDb. They don't want you to see the John Gotti movie. Uh, probably worse than The Fanatic, a uh, John Travolta <laughs> movie. Yeah. He made an okay 30 for 30 about the Islanders, if you remember. Okay. Uh, and then he directed The Oath and Snatch, a few episodes. Each. So he's paying the bills a little bit, but I'd say his acting career is pretty much over. Yeah. that The entire core four. Uh, I don't think can get any acting work. Uh, I, that I wonder that uh, we talk about like uh, the Seinfeld curse. That this show I feel like is the entourage curse. Nobody, nobody here from this group can be gainfully employed as an as an on screen persona on anything. Well, Turtle was really slowing down, but then he he is in a he's a regular on Power, which I think is a star show. Okay. 
So like he's got something doing. Got something. He's got something. Uh, but again, he's playing Cole yeah. the doorman in a movie dating in New York that's in post production. <laughs> Do you think Cole the doorman is just the guy's name, but he's the star of the film? I don't know. I don't know exactly. Looks how, like he's how first it build. Uh, we have uh, a Johnny Drama, who is interest an interesting story. He's Kevin Dillon. He is actually the older brother of uh, actor Matt Dillon. So he has a little bit of an interesting uh, spin on the role. The thing about Matt Dillon uh, is he was so, so, so much more famous than Kevin Dillon. Like, Kevin Dillon was, like, just known as Matt Dillon's brother. Nobody knew he existed before he left. This was the break of his career. Right. And somehow, even though Kevin Dillon, I don't think, does anything anymore, Matt Dillon also doesn't do anything. So I think Kevin <laughs> Dillon has beaten Matt Dillon in the Dillon rankings. We discussed this a little bit during King of the Mats. Yeah. I think that Matt Dillon was sort of, like, uh, famous for being, like uh, like, a hot guy. And then I think that yeah. maybe he has sort of like aged out of Hollywood. And uh, if like, uh, I don't know what role you would get for Matt Dillon now, but Kevin Dillon, I feel like uh, as a comedic actor, I tell me if you think this. I think that the Johnny drama character is the best character on the show. It is mm-hmm. the, the one character that they never try to make redeemable. And because of that, that is the, it, he is the, the best character. They never try to like do like schmaltzy, like, Oh, Johnny drama is turning into like a real person. Now he's got a tequila business and now he's like, uh, really, he really knows what he's doing. No, he's an idiot and they treat him like an idiot and a clown mm-hmm. the entire show. And that's why he is the best character on Entourage. Yeah, they're not really dunking on Turtle the whole time, unless it's Turtle and and Johnny. Yeah, Turtle starts writing on. episodes and, dire- yeah. and and directing them, and then it's like, oh, hey, Turtle is like a great entrepreneur. We didn't even realize it. We just thought he was an idiot. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Well, are all four of these guys irredeemable? Forgetting about Ari Gold for a second, are hmm. all four? Like, about the actors are, or the or the characters? No, no, no. I'm sure they're lovely people if you meet them on the street. Are all four characters on the show irredeemable? Uh, like let's play the babysitting test. Your your wife says we have no sitter this week. Which of these four guys are you having babysitting, hmm. or are you or are you calling the police? Well, before, he like- is supposed to be the responsible one, but he is uh, a huge douche. I mean, so I actually watched, uh, and we could get we haven't really gotten to the episode, but I watched the previous episode also, which I had never really done before, mm-hmm. just because like this, there yeah, are a lot right of things in. that we go right in, we come right into like maybe the very second serialized part of, like, entourage. Yes, so like he he comes off so terribly in in you know these two episodes, it's crazy. So I, I was I would have picked E, but now I almost think I pick Turtle. Is that crazy? Pick you, Turtle to babysit my kids? Yeah, I think that uh, Turtle wouldn't be a bad choice. Uh, I mean, what are you worried about with E? I feel like that he would probably like uh, follow the rules, but then because I think that he really is invested in like thinking that he's like a really awesome, nice guy that would be responsible for watching your kids. Um, but at the same time, yeah. he's like trying to hit on your wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. You couldn't let any of these guys near your wife. <laughs> Um, the, I also think, um, for, you know, you could invite, you could invite over Vinny Chase, but he's going to bring a woman and he's, and like, he's not going to pay attention to your kids. Mm-hmm. He's going to like, you know, desecrate your marital betters. <laughs> uh, like, I don't, I don't know. These guys are all so bad. And what's crazy is the people who like this show. Yeah. Some of whom like, you know, we would like are otherwise great people. 
Like they like it unironically, and that's so fascinating to me that you could unironically like this show mm-hmm. after maybe the first five you, episodes. You mean now or at the time? At the well, I mean, I don't know how much people like are people binging. People are going to be <laughs> binging a lot of shows in the next few weeks, like, but just in general, yeah, people who I, liked I or like Entourage were, unironically. If you were following along with the story in 2007, you know, I, I don't begrudge anybody. But I do feel like that looking back now that I feel like that there are some a, a lot of problems with Entourage. Yes. Uh, and I like like I watched the show. So clearly I didn't um, like loathe it. You I weren't just, but ru- I, watching it and then doing a weekly think piece on it in 2007. I mean, that was pre think piece about <laughs> TV show, you know by a few years already season one season two (laughs) uh but i don't i don't know if even then i thought like all right these guys like do you want to be them maybe in season one i did and i was i was like in college i was young like i don't know i I never really wanted to like be these guys there it just do did they did they mess up i know it's a very successful show did they mess up in casting i know we both think don't think that they messed up johnny drama Mm -hmm. but did they mess up with E or Turtle's not important enough necessarily. Yeah. Did they mess Turtle up with E and and Johnny Drama are not the problems with this show. So who do you replace? Do you replace E, e or do you replace Vinny Chase? I think I replace Vinny Chase. With with what? With a good actor. Yeah. Who, with like uh, who someone cares? who's likable. Oh, you, you, oh, I, I don't like Entourage because Vinny Chase isn't a good well, actor. Well, that's the point. Well, they had to. He should be the star of the show. I'm sure they intended no. for him to be the star of the show. They got back dailies after the third episode. It's and they're fine. like, we have to it's hide fine. this guy. That's, the problem with Entourage wasn't that, oh, Adrian Grenier can't act to save his life. If, if, if Adrian Grenier was a better actor, Entourage would be such a better show. Mm-hmm. That's your take? I, I think that they went so far. It's like having a bad blocker in football, like a bad offensive lineman. So you have to double team someone in every play. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he's not hurting you. He's like, yeah, but wouldn't it be nice if we didn't have to double team? So that's what they're I mean, there's a lot of double teaming. The, in this the episode, idea but. of Entourage is that that Vinny Chase is is not supposed to be the lead. E is the lead of the show that uh, mm-hmm. Vinny Chase is almost like that, you know, it, it like there was in the, the pitch for the West Wing. It was supposed to be like you never really even saw like what the president was. It was like the right. back room about like uh, what you're doing. And we don't it's talk like about the hangover it. with the bachelor and he like he just disappears right. and it's, he's, it's not about right. Him. Okay. So you needed, you, you need uh, Vinny Chase because all of this is because of him. But E is the main lead of the show. Like the store, like we follow the uh, ups and downs and emotional turmoil of E far more than Vinny Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wonder if that was out of necessity or if that was the plan, Rob. I think it's the plan. I, I feel like that. Uh, I don't know the backstory, but I, I feel like that is this sort of like the autobiographical account of Mark Wahlberg and, and Doug Ellen? I believe Doug Ellen is from my hometown because the five towns where I'm from, uh, you know, comes up a lot on the on the show. I believe that's where Doug Ellen's from, too. But I could be wrong. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's like, you know, the, the obviously the Ari Gold character is based on every agent in Hollywood claims it's them. But I think it's based off of um, Ari Manuel, right? Ron Manuel's brother. Mm-hmm. The the I, I don't know if it's Doug Ellen's life or if it's Mark Wahlberg's life. I'm not sure. Yeah. But. So it, it's, Ellen's actually from your neck of the woods. He's from Belmore. Not, okay. not, so I don't know. I don't know where yeah. the five sounds comes into it. A- anyway, so I, I, I don't know the backstory of the, you know, the origins of Entourage, but I feel like it's more about the guy behind the guy than, mm-hmm. than it's supposed to be about Vinny Chase. And E, 
I never got what it was like, oh, E was working in a pizza place and then he ends up that like, oh, he has so much talent. Talent doing what? What is E's gift? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a good question. And he's so bad at being a manager, as you see in these. <laughs> yeah, I'm, these I'm two managing episodes. Vinny Chase. And he manages. You can't get to- <laughs> Vinny Chase on the phone half the time. It's insane. <laughs> yeah so i don't get it i don't know what is the appeal of e and his relationship with sloan which we'll explore in this episode how unrealistic is it that he's pulling like one incredibly attractive woman let alone two yeah and i just find e to be so unlikable that it Mm -hmm. it takes me out of everything (laughs) yeah I, i mean i don't disagree it's not like i like e but he's a better actor. I actually I looked away for a second. My kid was talking to me, and I and I <laughs> couldn't I, and I I couldn't um get the the uh, show back on the screen for a few seconds. I was li- just listening to it, and it occurred to me that listening to Entourage, the level of acting is high school play level, mm-hmm. and not like big city high school play, like forty seven <laughs> kids of the graduating class in Lincoln, Nebraska. You know, the, like we're, it's, it's we're gonna not, get tweets. <laughs> yeah, well. But we got, did you see the, did you see the Reddit post this week? The Renap Reddit? About which one? Someone said, someone posted that, please do not do meet me in the middle right now. No, do not okay. come to it's Oman on Nebraska. Yadis. It's on Yadis. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it was funny. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, uh yeah. So, uh, sorry, not Lincoln, Nebraska, or Racine, uh, Wisconsin. The, the, like the acting is so poor. It's that you, it's so stilted when you're just listening to it. It was shocking. Yeah. Uh, so then we do have the one established actor in the group, uh, Jeremy Piven, who also, uh, can't get acting work, uh, <laughs> at this time, uh, not because of his lack of acting chops. Jeremy, yeah, Piven, is Piven completely canceled? I really have not followed it, and I did not IMDb. Like, is he out of the picture? Yeah, uh, I, I believe I believe so. Uh, that Pivot is interesting. He's one. He's like, one of these like uh, like soft canceled people. I think Pivot is interesting because he he basically he saved his career by fixing his hair. I think right. He fixed his like, hair. Yeah, well, I, he's like he has he's like very George Costanza ish balding on a lot of shows. Like you go back, he's he's like a main guy on Ellen. And I just thought he sort of aged into his hairline. Like he was sort of like prematurely maybe. bald, like yeah. in like his twenties. But I, and people were like, well, uh, this is this is weird. Is he a young guy? Is he an old guy? Then he got older and it's like, okay, now this hairline makes sense. Yeah. He does work. Piven definitely works. He works he works even still now? Yeah, he's got five I mean he hasn't yeah. really done anything recently, but he's got five movies supposedly in post production. Okay. So. All right. Uh yeah. Not any of the ones uh, that are produced by Kevin Connolly. Chick fight. No, I- Crabs in a bucket. That could probably be the biggest <laughs> yeah. movie. So of, I think uh, that the, the issue with Jeremy Piven, and I, I don't have the uh, news sources in front of me. So I think that there were allegations against him by uh, a couple of women. He was on a CBS procedural, and then the the show debuted. Uh, there were allegations being made against him, and then it combined with low ratings. The show got pulled. But they didn't oh. say whether or not it was strictly a ratings thing or was that they were starting to get a lot of complaints uh, or people. A lot of people were starting to uh, have some Me Too stories about Jeremy Piven. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he first got in trouble for the uh, the famous uh, mercury poisoning thing when he wanted to quit a Broadway show, right? Yeah, tell me about yeah. that. Okay, so he, uh, and this is just for memory, but he was on Broadway in a David Mamet uh, uh, a Broadway play, and yeah. he started, like, not showing up, and then he said he was quitting, and then he said he was sick, so he had to quit, and he said he had a disease that was caused by mercury poisoning, and he claimed he kept eating uh, sushi twice a day his whole life, and that's what it came, and that's what they that hmm. it came from. Okay, and uh, it was a, just a big punchline on uh, like the late night shows for a few weeks and stuff. Like nobody believed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, so Jeremy Piven, uh, I see a USA Today article. He says that he was uh, collateral damage of the Me Too movement. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think he's trying. I mean, to, that's what uh, a lot of people trying say, to. Uh, he's trying Guilty to. Uh, yeah, cl- uh, clean that up. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, that he was. Uh, it seems like that uh, maybe maybe uh, the, the world has uh, forgotten that about Jeremy Piven, and maybe he's uh, re- ready to get back to work. I, I just think that so many. First of all, with Piven, he's so much of a better actor than anyone else. He literally acts circles around everybody. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's you know at two hundred miles an hour, and everybody else is just like uh, yeah. just you know in in park. Wait, he has a stand-up career now? Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, he's a stand-up career. Yeah. Yeah, I think well with uh when you're a stand-up, you could sort of just like uh write your you know, you could just sort of show up places and 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 work. Yeah, and those guys like they'll get booked like a Louis CK. Place, Yeah, they'll get booked, but that's but like it's weird because I don't think he, that's his training. I'm always nervous about the guys who are like aren't really stand comedy, they're just famous you know, people will come. Like, oh, but Jeremy Piven's in town. Let me go. Yeah. But uh, here's a here's a story. Um, Jeremy Piven's stand up made me quit my comedy job. Okay. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if uh, that's a funny story or not. But <laughs> it doesn't sound that funny. No, I think I think it might be related to me too. Stuff, but I, I thought I thought it meant he was so bad at comedy. That, yeah. That, that they okay. Comedy. Well, let's now that we've sort of painted the picture of the entourage landscape, then uh, let's talk about this season three, episode seven in particular, because uh, we open this up over a big breakfast. I guess Johnny Drama is like the uh, Alice the maid of the entourage crew because he's cooking a big breakfast for the whole gang. And they are recounting the tale of something wild happened in the life of E recently. And Akiva, somebody who watched season three, episode six of Entourage, can you explain what happened? Yeah, so E, uh, his longtime girlfriend... Uh, who who really makes it through the course of the show and I believe the movie, Sloan. right? Sloan, whose dad is a Hollywood bigwig who also comes into play it's in Malcolm this episode. Malcolm McDowell. Yes. So uh, that's his that's his uh, that's his beau, and she his is beau. his I don't know his uh, boo. I think his boo. I don't know. <laughs> and they uh, <laughs> they they kick it together sometimes. Yes. And they they um th- she has a friend come from New York. And the friend thinks that that this five foot four uh, Kevin Connolly is cute. Not that I'm so tall that I could be talking. Um, he's cute. <laughs> yeah, and, but she towers over him. Yeah, I mean, so do I. And <laughs> and yeah, she is much taller. Yes, this this blonde model from New York, in addition to his girlfriend, who I think is also very tall, mm-hmm. uh, is much taller than him. And uh, she's into him. And and when they're maybe, uh, I, I think they're uh, a little bit of drugs in in the in the air. Oh, they they Which ask. I, I think they're smoking pot in the okay. in the scene where they call him. 
they ask uh, E if he would be interested in perhaps uh, uh, a menage a trois. I believe the term with, is menage a trois. Yes. Yes. With with uh, with the two of them. And uh, he thinks that it's just because they are not sober. They ask him, but they end up being serious. And then. Um, but there's some guess, rules, right? There's some stipulations, some ground There's some rules. stipulations. He's not allowed to, I think, uh, uh, you did, know, really. Yeah. And did anybody say that they're so boring because they want to have a constitution of a menage a trois? <laughs> yeah. They had, they, they, made, they had an ombuds person there <laughs> watching. It was strange. Yes. Um, what, what was Sloan's rule? I think he wasn't allowed to uh, really interact much with. No touching. The, was that the was that I the think, rule? I, maybe. Well, it's it's weird because they yada yada the whole scene. Uh. They there's like kissing in the in like the living room, and then he gets involved, and the next scene is they're sleeping, and it's the end of the episode when he wakes up, and this is what leads to this episode where uh, uh, he wakes up after what you think it's happened, but I think he says they just they just snuggled. Right? I think he said. Nothing was really consummated in in this, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he uh, he wakes up snuggling. So let me hold on. Let me just get this straight because I didn't. Yeah. I'm not going back to watch season three, episode six of Entourage. Yeah. Does yeah. Eric does Eric kick it with Sloan? Unclear. Unclear. Okay. Unclear. Uh, that he does not break the amendments to uh, have any sort of physical contact with. Tori, the other girl, as played I mean, by I, it, as played by Malin Ackerman. Is it Malin Ackerman, Ackerman or Ackerman? It, Ackerman, Ackerman. The, it, 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 there is a, I, like they're kissing the two women and then he walks over and then that's basically smash cut to the next morning. Smash cut. OK. And then he wakes up and he's spooning the uh, the the no Ackerman. Yeah. Which which I think is a, if there's no touching, that's, you know, a clear violation. Clear violation. And, and it doesn't flag. even seem to have been on purpose. Like he wakes up and maybe it was like his subconscious or maybe he just didn't realize. Like maybe yeah. that's where uh, Sloan normally right. sleeps and he didn't realize. Akiva, uh, mm-hmm. I know that, uh, you know, we don't we don't need to get into our personal lives and the numbers mm. of menages that we've been a <laughs> sure. part of. We don't yeah. need to we don't need to recount that here on the podcast no. and tell stories out of school uh, for the listeners. And we're not going to do that here today. But that being said, mm-hmm. three people in a bed, does that not seem like the worst of all outcomes? Uh, just terrible. <laughs> it sounds horrible. I mean, this is not such a small bed. I don't know if it's a king or a queen. I'm not good at telling that. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's way too many. It's way too many. <laughs> three people in a bed. Yeah. Doesn't seem too appetizing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so... He, uh, the next morning, is very conflicted uh, with the guys about how, oh, my God, I woke up and I was snuggling with the wrong person and I feel very badly about this. And then he needs to make this right somehow. It's weird because I feel like they just had Malin Ackerman and had nothing to do with her and like needed to use her for this two guest spot, two episode spot, because his girlfriend doesn't even know. Yeah. And she's not going to tell. So, like. It's not like she's mad at this a- clear accident. Yeah. She doesn't know because he wakes up in the middle, you know, in the morning no. and he moves the other side and starts snuggling her, spooning her. So there's no like yeah. no harm, no foul, so, except he's such a guilty conscience that that like this whole episode is just y- him making up with them. You're not thinking about this in terms of like the, the time and the place. It's not like, oh, we have Malin Ackerman. Like she was a nobody. I feel like this is her big break. 
I just don't know why they needed her. Like, uh, you know, why? Why? Because this this is almost like a dead end storyline. The Malin Ackerman thing it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she ends up just to do some IMD bags on Malin Ackerman. Uh, she ends up she has she's a series regular then on the uh, Lisa Kudrow uh, show, uh, which is what's what the comeback. Oh, I like that. The Valerie Cherish show. I like yes, that show. Yes. Uh she's on she's on that and she's sort of like the young uh the young actress that like uh Lisa Kudrow feels like very like uh competitive with. Uh and yeah. then she's in a bunch of other stuff. Billions. She's in billions. Yeah, she's, in, she's in billions. Uh IMDB says she's known for uh four things. Uh mm-hmm. Watchmen, the okay. two thousand nine movie, not the HBO ah, okay. revival. Not the Wager uh, one, okay. Okay. Uh the final girls. Uh, mm. happy thank you more please and 27 dresses okay I've heard of two of those yeah so uh, she's a, she's worked quite a bit yeah she has like a real uh, a real career Malin Ackerman yeah uh, is much Shariki more than any still of working? the core four of Entourage does, does Shariki still work? Shariki? I mean, that, that's Sloan's name Emmanuel Shariki <laughs> oh, you don't know you don't call her Shariki? <laughs> I think you're talking about Martin Shkreli no, no, no. He's uh, <laughs> he's, he's not, not working right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, the the guys are really giving it to E for talking about snuggling. That uh, it seems like everybody else in the core four has way more menage experience than E does. Uh, or at least so that no. Well, the 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 other two guys. I believe this is mentioned more in the first episode. Does it come yes. up in? <laughs> that, that they ha- their only experiences with each other, yeah, and uh, in a in a in a one woman. Akiva, should there, we yeah. get? Should we bring back the idea for Shut Up Tim's the Masked Swinger, and then uh, could we book Kevin Connolly on the podcast so he can uh, talk us through the how, how how this exactly worked? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's exactly what he would want to do. He <laughs> might be available, but I'm not. I don't know. I don't know if he. I don't know if he'd be up for that. We could try. <laughs> yeah, because uh, like you always say that. Maybe that he just wanted to come home and brag about what happened. Uh, yeah, it, even though nothing you, happened. I think part of the drinking game was like when we try and book an ungettable actor or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that Adrian Grenier was only on the mailbag. Yeah, Grenier's mailbag only. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a voice. Says he can't act. Uh, let's. I mean, they should get one of these guys for Survivor. Yeah. Uh, who would be the best Survivor contestant? I think you get Grenier. He could like talk about the whales. Like he might do it if they say like, "Oh, we'll give you like a two minute spot to talk about what you would do with the whales." I think he'd he's a ava- he's a very available. <laughs> he's available. All right. So yeah, everybody's making fun of E, uh, and then also there has been some turmoil in the life of Vinny Chase. Can you also set this up? What happened with Vinny Chase? Everything was going so well through the first two seasons of Entourage for Vinny Chase. So there's two main movies uh, that I, at least that I can remember. Again, I'm not an entourage expert. I, I saw it once uh, that really hang over the cloud of a lot of the series. And one of them is Medellin, the like the passion project, the like Oscar bait type movie that he wants to be in that um, that never is like all, it always seems to almost be getting made, but then doesn't get made. And then Aquaman, yes. which at the time was a joke and, of course, becomes a real movie over a decade later mm-hmm. uh so right now we're dealing with aquaman and Vinny's arguing about okay. becoming 
becoming, <laughs> you know, like an eight figure per per picture type actor. And yeah. they're just arguing so, over the price of the vote. On, I found on Wikipedia, I have the film career of uh, Vincent Chase. You want to do some oh, IMDb I love bags it. on Vincent Chase? Please. Yes. <laughs> okay. So... I think that he, uh, that from what we know, that he appeared in a, uh, 1997 film called, uh, Traveler. I'm not really sure, uh, what, what that was. That might just be some, uh, some backstory. Uh, that, uh, the, he then in two, uh, was in, uh, had a small role in A Walk to Remember. I guess that's also sort of like just dialogue, uh, from before the mm-hmm. show. And then, was in the co-lead of the film Head On in uh, 2004, and then went on to be the lead in 2005's Queens Boulevard, an indie drama set in Queens, New York, uh, which uh, co-starred Ethan Suplee, Zoe Deschanel, and Robert Duvall. And it was directed by Billy Walsh. And then, in 2006, he went on to uh, be the lead in Aquaman, Followed up by 2007's Medellin. Yeah. So Medellin, uh, which we just mentioned, uh, I believe ends up being like, he, oh, they almost get a zillion dollars for it. He sells his house to finance it. And then it ends up being a bust after like a bad showing at Cannes. And I think Harvey Weinstein buys it for $1. <laughs> um, not it, l- Listen, a lot of the stuff in this series does not hold up. <laughs> yeah. There's rampant homophobia, <laughs> yeah. really, in the early seasons. Yeah. Uh, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, does he, uh, is he mentioned or is he appear? I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna guess he appears on the show. Harvey Weinstein, I heard, is a huge fan of Entourage. I'm gonna I, like I, one I'm of gonna, his favorite I'm, shows. I don't know if um I don't I don't know if oh you know what he played Harvey Weingard. Well, Harvey, Wein- so he must he played uh, he played a doppelganger of himself. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was a, a different actor was playing Harvey Weingard. So Harvey Harvey Weinstein Harvey Wein- does not, Harvey, I, Harvey, I is Harvey Weingard canceled? Uh, the actor Maury Shakin. He seems like a nice guy. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh well, in, uh, in the entourage God, universe, God canceled yeah. him. God canceled Maury Shakin. Yeah, uh, I, I suspect in the fictional world of Entourage, there may not have been a Me Too movement. Probably not. I feel like <laughs> in, they're in Doug Ellen's world. Uh, that did not happen. Um, Mark Wahlberg said, if he was in charge, there would never have been a Me Too. <laughs> Uh, some other highlights from Vincent Chase, uh, 2009's Gatsby, uh, 2010's Ferrari. He appeared mm. in a fictional Madagascar sequel in 2010, uh, that he appeared in a 2011 movie called The Takeover, uh, 2013 movie called Airwalker, and the 2013 film Hyde, uh, which was a, uh, Jekyll and Hyde remake. Nominated for two Golden ever- Globes. Yeah, I mean, so uh, so this is Aquaman two. I think we're talking about now, right? So he got recast, uh, or Aquaman two was recast, and they said Vincent Chase, you're out. Jake Gyllenhaal in. Yeah, and by the way, the number one movie of all time. They just haggled him over a few bucks, and he and he lost <laughs> the movie. Yeah, to Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Yes, very realistic. Okay. Uh, so Jake Gyllenhaal becomes now the face of Aquaman. Uh, very hairy Jake Gyllenhaal to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Vincent Chase that uh really doesn't seem to be too. Uh, is he plussed or nonplussed about this? Um, every time we use the word nonplussed, someone's like, "Oh, you're using it wrong." 
Yeah. All right. Uh, there's a big storyline going on with Ari. I feel like uh, much less uh, here to talk about. I feel like the Ari storyline, Akiva. Yeah. I mean, Ari is uh, like, so he, what's he doing in this episode? He's, he's, he's getting his, um, He's getting his office set up, right? So just to give the quick backstory. So the agency that Ari worked at, I guess, was run by or started by Malcolm McDowell, who had been gone for a long time on some sabbatical. And he comes back. And then Jeremy Piven's character, Ari Gold, had really built the agency up. And then so Malcolm McDowell is trying to buy Ari Gold out from the agency. And they have a negotiation. And then basically... They agree to a sum of $11 million. Ari is going to be bought out from the agency that Malcolm McDowell owns. And then he is going to go look for office space where then he can start his own new agency with a ton of 150 agents working for him. Yeah, it's funny how he knows all of a sudden that it's going to like everything they say is the biggest agency in Hollywood. Like it hasn't even started yet. But it's just assumed this is now the number one agency in Hollywood. Maybe staff wise, like the like the I, number it, of hires. Well, if you're hiring like that many agents, you need you know revenue in the billions, which they're just <laughs> assuming will happen. They have Vinny Chase. Yes, they have Johnny Drama. Uh they have uh, they have Vinny Chase's brother, who they can never find work for. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, do they represent Jake Gyllenhaal also, or that's a conflict of interest for Ari? I think they're, they're like in, in, to be serious, like I think there's often like you have two clients going for the same role. I'm sure it happens, right? Happens in NFL the free one who agency loses, all the time, of course. And then and, and coaching even like, but then the one who loses the role probably fires their agent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So th- that whole thing is going on. Uh, uh, meanwhile, there's also going to be some sort of a charity auction going on. I, I don't even understand what it is. Like, Sloan is Malcolm McDowell's daughter, uh, mm-hmm. but she's also E's girlfriend, but she's like running some charity and they're auctioning mm-hmm. off dates with uh, a celebrity. Do you understand any of what was going on? She's running a charity event uh, that she's worked very hard on. I guess she is like a she's like a socialite, and this is her like big event, and she's worked very hard for it. And then, what the was the charity that they were raising money for? Never says. I don't <laughs> think it's ever mentioned in this episode or any previous or or future. <laughs> sure, episode. just a random charity gala. Mm-hmm. That like all of everyone they know is there. All of Hollywood plus everyone they know is like prominently involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so he's going to be. And do they still do this? This feels like very 70s, 80s. Like, win a date with this random person, like a meet I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it if uh, that's still happening anywhere. The- if somebody offered, like, hey, uh, can you can we have a charity date with you put up for, for auction? You say no? I think my wife says no. I mean, it's for charity. Do you hate charity? I think my wife would hate charity under that circumstance. She'd say no. What if like a little old lady like, bought it? Like is it, it happens here. Like, is it billed as a date? Because uh, there's no chance that um, my wife would agree to this. I mean, and neither I, would I, I, Akiva. Yeah. Doesn't this happen in Say by the Bell? Yeah. Right? Where like oh, they that uh, they do the probably have Zach Morris's trash on college humor. Here's a freebie college humor. Yeah. E is trash. Yeah. <laughs> Would, does college humor have to restart their website to do this or, or eric exist? murphy is trash 
Yeah, he is terrible. And um, as we'll see at the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So Ari's trying to impress his wife. and They have all this money. He like uh, picks her up from a lunch, takes her to the office space. Uh, they they have uh, what would you what would you say a interlude? Yes, they yeah they are very disheveled afterwards on yeah. the street. Uh, this did not age well. Uh, Ari Gold says that uh, there's going to be 150 people here, and if any of them are going to be sexually or if anybody's going to be fired for sexual harassment, it's going to be me because I'm their boss. Well, I think he didn't he didn't he more mean like I'm the, I, like the buck stops with me he, like he, I, it's going to cost me the money. Well, I think he was implying he's everybody's boss. He he'd oh, okay, be the one fine. doing Got the it. sexual harassing. Oh, maybe I misread what he was saying. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So E sucked out in the beginning of the episode. Akiva, Should, do you want to yeah. go by A and R? Should we? Do, do you want to adopt uh like like E? Yeah, we could try that. Have A you ever had R. a friend named Eric that you call them E? My friend named Eric. I call him Eric. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't call any of my friends by their their the first letter of their name. Right. Eric is an easy name to say, also. So I don't know why they just call me. Mm, all right. Unless he's really into ecstasy. So this was a wild scene. So E shows up at the pool party, runs into the actor David Faustino, best known as Bud Bundy from Married with Children. Uh, I mean, I don't know him as that. I don't know him at all. <laughs> you, uh, so you you thought that that was like a random person that he was just talking to? Well, I thought he was talking to Seth Green. Oh, is that Seth Green? I thought it was. Oh, okay, my bad. My bad. That's Seth Green, I think. <laughs> yeah, Seth Green just randomly shows up when they need a, like a D-list celebrity on the <laughs> sorry, show. Sorry, sorry, my bad. I mean, uh, same difference, no? I mean, I don't know Bud Bundy, but I'll buy it. Uh, if you were, because yeah. you usually know this stuff. What's Seth uh, Green yeah. doing now? Uh, well, fa- I think he like is set for life on Family Guy. Like he's a voice on Family Guy at this point. That's got to mm-hmm. be more than paying his bills, right? Is that he it? did Robot Chicken? I don't know if that still exists. Yeah, like, I think he's fine, Seth Green. Oh man, can't believe I mistook uh, David Faustino for Seth Green. I mean, uh, like do a side by side. He wrote a movie starring Macaulay Culkin, Changeland. I'm sure you saw that at the Oscars mm-hmm. this past year. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I think he's mostly doing the Family Guy stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Thanks. That's a good good, good save, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So he runs into Seth Green. Is Seth Green trying to imply that he had sex with Sloan? Oh, yes. Yeah, there's clearly some tension there. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about that Seth Green's show that got canceled. I have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, it's it, one of these, like, we talked a lot on Seinfeld about how Chuck Lorre, the creator of Two and a Half Men and... A lot of those types of shows like never puts in any sort of cultural references, so it can always be rewatched, mm-hmm. which, of course, in turn makes the show like very bland and blase. But here's an argument for it. Like, I'm sure it was very obvious what show they were talking about that got canceled, uh, except we would have no idea because, you know, who remembers what Seth Green show was in 2006? Right, right. So they're talking about Four Kings. Four Kings. The, is that what the it was? NBC sitcom Four Kings. That's my only guess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, they said nobody believed that four guys in their 30s could live together. Yeah. So that makes sense. Four Kings. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Eric goes to go see Tori. Akiva, is there any Tori that you like? You know, Tori on Saved by the Bell is rough. Joe Tori is obviously a horrible human being. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Frank Tori was an okay guy. Yeah. Um, what other Tories do we know? Tory Hunter. He was okay. I mean, Chester likes him. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't know. Uh, there, yeah, Tory does not have a great batting average for us. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there's a Victoria somewhere that we like, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tories are like Tory I'm Stelling. sure if we have any. Yeah, I'd say celebrity Tories are no great. I'm sure if we have any listeners named Tory, I'm sure they're wonderful. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we think we have a listener named Tory? Well, I'm sure we we might have a, a Victoria. Definitely a Victoria's. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to guess, but isn't a Tory all, all, almost automatically a, a, like a, like they're probably both. You know, if your yeah. name is Victoria, then you go by Tory. Yeah. Okay. So E wants to go to apologize to Tory and he just happens to know that she hangs out at some, you know, rooftop bar with a pool. Right? Yes, of course. He always knows where his girlfriend's friend is at all times. Mm-hmm. Especially pre-smartphone era. Right. And so he goes to go to apologize to the other girl from the menage about, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that that was awkward and that was weird that I was snuggling with you when I woke up. And so I just wanted to come and apologize to you about that. Yeah. And for some reason, the apology is worse than what he did. <laughs> that she's so mad that he came there. It doesn't make any sense. Wait, oh, so I, I mean, I kind of got that. I kind of felt like... Yeah, I think it's more weird that you're here talking to me. Is the response from from Tori, and because yeah. this you went now behind, like okay, that one thing was allegedly an accident, but now you've sought me out on purpose behind your girlfriend's back, and this is coming across as very stalkery. Yeah, I hear what she's saying, but like you know, who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's being nice. So you you are side with E. You stand with E. I don't I don't say I stand with E ever, but I, I'd say that you, you should know, stand with him. People say, "Boy, Akiva, you are tall." <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right, I do stand with E now. <laughs> I tower over E. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> E is then like, to, oh, "Fine, good. Oh, good. I don't care. Fine. Oh, I'll leave." Uh yeah, again, I don't know really know where where the scene is going. By the way, the crazy thing also like with the in this episode with the um the fight between Ari and uh and his father-in-law and this guy like it's never really settled. Like a lot of this stuff just dies after this episode. Like this might shock you, but yeah. they don't tie up all their I, I like mean, random storylines. I don't think anybody on Entourage has any idea how like any actual negotiation or business deal works. You mean the writers of the show don't know? <laughs> That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. That, I don't think sense. so. I don't think so. That they 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 play very loosey goosey with uh, any sort of like deal making or economics on this show. Uh, unsurprisingly, anyway. So um, <laughs> the guys uh, really are busting E's shoes throughout the whole episode. Uh, really calling him out that he can't have unemotional sex. Yeah, as if they're like uh, up to their ears and ladies, uh, you know, his his buddies. Like he is doing better than both of them combined. It's you know, it's not even a competition. Yeah, uh, Akiva. So there is then a conversation between E and uh, Vinny Chase about this, and E confesses that you know what. Honestly, I can't stop thinking about Tori. Like uh, I'm with Sloan, but it's. Tori that I lust for, Vinny Chase. Why is this? Um, it doesn't make any sense. It's I mean, I guess we all, we want what we can't have, but it's not totally explained. 
He just is super into Tori. Like he's mostly committed to Sloan throughout the whole series, right? I'm sure they're on an awful lot, but like this oh, is his. Yeah, they're on a break. They're on and off. Yeah. yeah. But but this is like his. Poor Sloan. Like poor. Yes, for sure. <laughs> she could definitely do better. Should we um, start an Entourage rewatch podcast called Poor Sloan? I would 100 percent do an Entourage. <laughs> Listen, P- uh, we just got another tweet. Let's let's do let's go to daily renaps because there's nothing. Well, else should going we do daily renap or should we start uh, two or three other podcasts? You know, get a couple of irons in the fire. It's a good question. I was thinking about like a Cheers rewatch, uh, uh, an Entourage. Like uh, I don't know, there's a lot of shows I want to watch now. I I've been I, like I haven't really watched okay. any TV the last six months. All I'm right, gonna go bananas this? on TV. Yeah, put this on the wheel. Robin mm-hmm. Akiva need another podcast. Oh man, and then, so then it's a it's like a. It's on the wheel. Some sort of, yeah. <laughs> we figure out what our what our uh, next podcast is going to be. Okay. All right. I'm. I. You know. I. I think it's a good idea. Hey, we've got a lot of days out of the week to fill. Yeah. I mean, really, like your schedule has barely changed for the next few weeks. Next uh, like two months. And kids might be around more. That's oh okay fine. Your impetus to do more podcasts, sure. <laughs> but like right. you haven't really like as long as there's someone to, like push the button or however they air. Survivor and all your shows, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's yeah. still what to talk about for the next two months. Yeah, so we'll we'll see, we'll see what the what the schedule looks like. But think think about it, uh, Robin. Keep need another podcast. All right, I'm 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 there. Okay, should that be what it's called? The whatever the new podcast is. <sighs> I think that's the name of the episode. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if, like if we have an definitely Entourage what it's podcast, called on the wheel. Okay, that, yeah, I don't know. Like if we have an Entourage podcast, I don't think it needs to be called Robin. Keep <laughs> need another podcast. I think also it's very confusing for SEO. <laughs> what about Robin? Keep need an Entourage podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, okay, we can workshop the name. Poor Sloan, colon, Robin Akiva, need an entourage podcast. Perfect. You got it. <laughs> Do you, I mean, you like the show it's enough the today to watch it? Podcast. Yes, in that it'll be canceled the second people hear it. Median goes straight to direct to DVD <laughs> because it's such a flop it can't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So... Let's see. Uh, what what else is happening here? Uh, so, all right. So, E wants th- wants Tori. Can't stop thinking about her. And so, basically, they they go to the charity event. That's that. Uh, Vinny Chase has been pressured by Sloan to be auctioned off at the charity event, and he begrudgingly a- ends up doing it. And you're like, oh, okay, Vinny Chase. He's a good guy. He'll raise some mm-hmm. money for charity. Uh, but. At the at the charity event, th- this takes a turn, and the turn is that Tori, who seems disgusted by E earlier in the episode, says, mm-hmm. "Hey, uh, I worked it out with Sloan. Uh, tonight's the night. No rules. Just right. <laughs> yeah. And so E is like, now his mind is blown. Now he doesn't know what. Now he doesn't know what to do." I didn't remember this episode or how this played out. I was 99.9% convinced that this was going to be a trick and E is being set up here. I'm like, oh, it's a trap, E. Watch out. This is a trap that they, the, the Sloan and Tori talked it over and you're, you're about to be majorly busted. No, th- you're overthinking it. The show is always it. like surface level uh, completely. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that did happen. Maybe it's in the Entourage movie. I, I feel like that there's a very similar plot where then like there's like another there's another girl and then when E like E's always like 
going on the cusp of a threesome. He, he's oh no, well he's always uh, yeah on, on the cusp of cheating on Sloan because he's such uh-huh. a catch. He's such a great guy yeah. that he's always like goes right up to the line and then uh, never. I think he or maybe he does even cheat on her sometimes. I, I don't know, but it, it is a lot of like wait no no you misunderstood. Uh. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of times. But I thought that that's where this was going. But I think that there, there's definitely, whether it's another season or the Entourage movie, that Sloane is in cahoots with another girl. And they're sort of like trying to entrap E to get to bust him. Yeah, it's possible it happens four or five times. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm not being, I mean, E is really like, he's not a good person, but this could be his worst episode as a person. <laughs> Yeah. And so Do you know the worst thing he does in this episode? What? what? He le- so his girlfriend probably spent the whole year running this fundraiser, right? Yeah. At some point he just leaves. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling so great. I'm going to leave." Wh- whose girlfriend on earth lets them leave the fundraiser they spent the whole year working on this fancy thing? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, you know, you go to sleep. I'll I'll give you a kiss when I come in the door. Right. It's so unrealistic. It's right. the least realistic thing that ever happened on this show. <laughs> Not to mention that he's like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling re- uh, sick. Uh, I got to leave. So he, basically, he's like freaking out. He's got he's got to run for it. He's like knocking things over. They, mm-hmm. Then he's like, I, I just got to get out of here. I can't stop thinking about Tori. And so then Sloan like uh, catches him as he's trying to walk out. And he's like, oh, I, I just got to go home. I'm really not feeling well. Kisses her on the mouth. Yeah. You yeah, know, different time. It was a, pre- it was a, it was a different time yeah, then. A very different uh, time, yeah. Yeah, but uh, the, you know, you ideally you don't want to say I'm really not feeling well, and then that person <laughs> kisses you on the mouth. Yes, and then and then goes home to go. I don't I don't know if they live together or what. Uh, but he goes home to go uh, go sleep in her bed. Then, well, I think he lives with his crew. He lives with the crew, so I don't know why he goes back goes back to her house. Well, I, I think like because he knows that Tori's coming over. Is that it? It seems like he's trying yeah. to escape the Tory situation. I think he knows. The, I don't know. He, maybe he's playing with fire. I'm not uh, sure. I think it's just shoddy writing uh, that they want to have one more scene with Ian and Tori. <laughs> I refuse to believe it. Yeah. Anyway, no so uh, yada yada yada. There's uh, some some other stuff with Ari and his arch and Nemesis, who's going to join his agency because he never spotted. never comes up again. I don't think. I think it's like the he doesn't show up. Like it's not decided whether he joins or not, and I don't okay. believe. He joins and then it's just not mentioned, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Uh, Vinny Chase ends up having uh, sex with a woman, with one of the waitresses uh, in the coat room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as he's, he's not a coat room the, guy. No, the dinner date he's bought by an old lady, but he is not there to he's, hear it. Yeah, meanwhile, he's uh, having unattached, unemotional sex with a waitress in the coat room. Akiva, are you a coat room guy or no? I mean, I don't think I've ever been in a coat room. First of all, like the, the coat room is also like one second out of the dining room where they could like literally hear everything. They're, it's like a, a tennis ball throw away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're also just getting started when he's getting bought. Yeah. So it doesn't really not exactly. Uh, you know, if if Kevin Connolly had directed this episode, I'm sure he would have done a better job. Do you think there's a lot of coat room guys out there? And if so, am I making a mistake putting my coat there? I feel like coats disappear a lot also. Yeah, hmm. I, 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 I mean, so I would always... So you feel like always... less coats are stolen and more coats are, have uh, bodily fluid on them and they're thrown out? Definitely don't check your coat, in, <laughs> you know, right now, March 2020. Yeah, man. Uh, Vincent Chase is ready to go any anytime. I mean, listen, he he's a huge movie star. That is a realistic part of the show. Mm-hmm. Like he should be able to pull, you know, anyone he wants, basically. Yeah. 
But is that this point. is this a real thing? Are are A list movie stars just uh, you know ha- having sex with waitresses in uh, Let me ask you establishments? A question. Yeah. How would I know that? Do I like? Am I well, like? I feel I like know. one. You're my authority that I go to that you know everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean yeah. that I I could sort of see I could see it more like uh, the rock stars and groupies like backstage, mm-hmm. but that just like uh, I I don't know who I know it's it's not 2007, but are there like uh, you know. Up and coming actors that uh, I, I, I poor choice of words. Let me say, uh, hot actors that mm-hmm. are just like uh, that. It, wouldn't this be on TMZ every two seconds? Nah, because then they like bri- they get caught and they bribe TMZ with some other scoop. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you don't have to do it in a co-room. You could bring it back to your house or, you know, yeah. uh, like a no, Tinder hookup or something. Maybe Vincent Chase was part of the last generation that could get like this would be like uh, this woman would be on Instagram and like, hey, look, here's a, a selfie of me with Adrian Grenier in the or Vincent Chase in the coat closet. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I just I, I wouldn't have uh, I don't know. I don't really have the authority to speak about it. A-list actors. The only A-list movie star I could think of who could do this is John Hamm. Famous <laughs> A-list, A-list movie star. <laughs> I think that uh, John Hamm uh, was in Medellin also. Does he appear on Entourage? No, I don't think so. Don't he wasn't big so. enough yet. No. Well, he's always been big. But the, the, yeah. um, uh, John Hamm's peak was 2008. John Hamm is peaking right now. He's he bigger than not. he's ever been. <laughs> he's, not. he's in Bill Simmons' fantasy league. He once got kicked out. <laughs> you know that league where like yes, the, yes, the, yes, the last place yes, person gets kicked yes. out. That's a funny move to kick out John Hamm of the league. I I, I guess so. League. I guess so. Um, who would you? Uh, who's your guy? Uh, John Hamm or Cranston? My guy, like what to hang out with, or uh, or like, like who I want well, a movie. Let's, let's, uh, put a pin in that. Let's uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about that more on the curb podcast. Okay, fine. I don't. That's I don't. I don't want to cross the streams too much and just uh, have random conversations that are related to. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't want to have not, any. Random not until we uh, start up. Rob Nick even need another podcast. Yeah, and I'm not doing a Breaking Bad rewatch. People, it's it's been done. Okay, but real or, quick, are you a, are you a, you're you're a ham guy or a Cranston? Um, guy? I like both of them, but I'm a ham guy. I'm a Cranston guy. But I've seen Breaking Bad, and I haven't really seen Mad Men past season two, episode one, when my wife walked in on me watching mm-hmm. it and started, you know, basically crying. Yeah. So I think I, I think that John Hamm is this is the same in everything. He's he's either Don Draper and Deadly Serious, or he's uh, John Hamm and he's goofy. And Cranston has uh, m- much more range. Okay. Um, I like both of them. They're both they're both American treasures. Okay. All right. Uh, who do you like better, Brian Cranston or Kevin Connolly? I mean, come on. That's uh, <laughs> ask me if I like the Corona. Like. That, yeah, this is a no a no brainer. <laughs> Kevin okay. Connolly, can we talk about what he does to end this episode? Because it is insane. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> yeah, so, so that that Sloan ends up coming home, uh, and guess what? Oh, me and Tori are here. Tori's flight is at five. Uh, she has to leave for the airport. Her car's coming to pick her up at five thirty. She's gonna sleep on the couch. So E goes to sleep. With, with Sloan, they don't try any funny business. Okay, that's canceled because uh, I guess E is sick. So he gets up out of bed at five twenty to guess mm-hmm. to catch Tori before she leaves. So what what does he do? Yeah, Tori's supposed to leave at five thirty. I don't know if this is like intentional or he just gets up and uh, he sees Tori and basically like uh, he starts. He's like, "Oh, I didn't know you were here," even though he did know that she was still there. Yeah, and and then she said, "You know, there's a little bit of tension." And then she jokes about doing something, and then he is earnest about it, and she says, "No, you have a great girl here." <laughs> and then Julie, but like he was 
like very eager to cheat on yeah. his he serious said, girlfriend am I, am four I feet away from her. Or do, do, do you, we both really want this? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, she just slapped him in the face and started screaming, waking up Sloan. It's insane. Like she should have. Yeah, I guess if she was more conniving, she could have blown up his whole relationship right here. What a terrible it's person. It's not even like, conniving. <laughs> yeah, it's cra- it's crazy. He's just trying to cheat on her four feet away from his girlfriend in her house. With her best friend. With her best friend. After she's put on like probably their biggest night of the year. She's run this charity th- auction. Mm-hmm. And like he just and this is the hero of our story. This is the person <laughs> they want us to like who it's is completely upended. Here's our protagonist. Here, here is the person we're supposed to be rooting for, who is <laughs> pathetic and trying to cheat with his his girlfriend's best yeah. friend, and is denied and told like, "No, you're basically a jerk," and that's it. <laughs> Akiva, I know you're a big fashion guy. So, what what do you make of when E went to the pool party? Uh, every woman there is in a, a bikini. Uh, everybody's by the pool. E is in like a long sleeve shirt with a with a short sleeve shirt over it uh with like pants on there at at the pool party uh could he have looked any more out of place yeah i don't i mean did he know that she was at the pool party when he when he went to the hotel like i'm not sure I'm not sure. He looked like he was in eighth grade, first of all. Uh, yeah. And then he's at the part of the pool party with like uh, all these models uh, lo- looking like uh, such a goof. He is a goof. A cheating goof. <laughs> cheating goof. I wish he stayed at that pizza place. That pizza place would be out of business if he stayed behind. That's probably why he didn't stay there. He probably ran it <laughs> out of business. He's like the Isaiah Thomas of, of, of this fake entourage world. Anything he touches turns to stone. <laughs> Could you have been a better manager for Vincent Chase? I mean, I would have hated hanging out with Johnny Drama and Turtle. I, I, they would not have liked me either. I don't Why? Think. Because Turtle wore a Yankee jersey all the time? I think the Yankees thing is a big deal. I, I just think this th- this house has, has uh, BGE, like big Gentile energy. I don't think they would have. <laughs> I don't think they would have really appreciated me. I don't think it's my scene. <laughs> <laughs> what what gives off bge i mean is there is there a less jewish person on earth than like than turtle and johnny hmm. drama I, I don't think so uh hmm yeah uh i don't know i mean uh, someone's gonna like message us and be like I mean, actually like they're all jewish but i do feel like that entourage does have like uh I, correct me if i'm wrong i feel that there's a lot of like uh like temple scenes with, oh, with no, Ari, uh, right uh, yeah, Ari's Jewish. Uh, Sloan in real life, I think, grew up Orthodox. Like, there. But I just think the the core four in the house. It, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if they're they're they'd be into me. Right? Is that Entourage? Is like an episode where they're getting like temple tickets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a well, temple tickets is is Kerr, but then the 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 big deal for Median, I think, is done on Yom Kippur. I believe. Okay. Okay. So you are right. There is there are temple scenes. Ari is definitely very <laughs> Jewish. Okay. I don't even know if he's Jewish. In... So it's not a big GE show. Not not, not, to, be the house, with, not to be confused with E. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know Ari Gold has it. I, would it have been a funny bit? I was thinking about asking uh, my friend Ari Gold to come on this episode. That's his real name. Yeah, I feel like it would have um, been funny. Okay, uh, you want to get him for the mailbag? Ari Gold for the mailbag. I could ask him. Okay, listen, he's he's probably got nothing else uh, going on. Freaking three kids at home, also. <laughs> All right, Akiva. Uh, anything else about Entourage? No, you know, I, it, I, to be honest, I'm happy we watched the show. I think it's like one of the more raucous 
season three, episode seven in terms of like rewatching and you remember, oh my God, like there's so much there. I don't think I'd have any desire to A, see the movie, which I've never seen, or B, mm-hmm. like watch. All- I mean, I did really wa- like, it's a very easy watch. It's 22 minutes. There's like six scenes in every episode. There's like nice scenery, a lot of random celebrities. So, like, it's a very easy rewatch if you're into the show. It's like three and a half hours a season because mm-hmm. each episode is short. Is But is this ultimately, is this the lowest quality thing HBO's ever done? Um, I think that's like that less maybe than more than one season. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Some things just don't work, but you don't mm-hmm. know that. Like, this lasted forever. Yeah. Like, um, Sex and the City is objectively a hundred times better show than Entourage. Yeah. Also, I think that Entourage, had it done, like, four seasons, that I think it would have been a little bit more revered. But it, like, went mm-hmm. on, like, maybe, yeah. like, two years past the point that everybody's like, oh, no, this show is trash. And mm-hmm. they said, nope, we're going to keep making it. And, uh, and And on top of that, they made a movie also. Yeah, maybe they should have gone the Danny uh, McBride route, where it's like uh, three seasons, like 20-something episodes, and you just talk about, oh, that's a great show. He's bound it down. That's an awesome show. But, like, it doesn't – it never really gets stale. And it's also – it's not really funny uh, that there's not – did you laugh at all during uh, the watching of this? Not really. A lot of episodes you don't laugh. It's weird because it's sort of a half-hour drama, I guess. It's like a dramedy. They take the stuff Mm -hmm. about Vinny Chase's career and E's career very seriously. All of the jokes are that that come uh, from or from the expense of both uh, Turtle and Johnny Drama, and mostly Johnny Drama being the person who uh, gets dunked on all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, tons of cameos here. Uh, you know, it, it, I do like it when, you know, random celebrities come in and then dunk on, uh, you know, E and Turtle and Johnny Drama. That's fun. Yeah. Well, Ari has much more comedy than, than the core four in the house, but also Lloyd is really like a big comedic source and he's not a big part of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lo- but Lloyd, uh, Lloyd's Ari's assistant is who in the previous episode, he literally throws a staple, staple at Klobuchar style is, uh, you know, like uh, he is the comic <laughs> relief of of the show. Like Lloyd is a well, funny character. Yeah, wow. The Entourage movie was a 2015 film. Wow, I, I would have guessed what yeah. 2011, 2012. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. That's that feels like 80 years ago. Yeah, 2015 film. Uh, with a uh, the budget unclear, 27 to 39 million made uh 49.3 million at the box office. So I think that there was it was. Uh, it did turn a profit just in sheer uh box office numbers. And I think there was a push maybe to keep making more, but uh, cooler heads prevailed. I think I think Entourage as an IP is not dead, and we've discussed this. This is like a Bill Simmons idea where they should have like blown it up and had like a rapper. What do you mean it's not something. dead? I think like at the Entourage IP will come back. I think that we will see a reboot. Or and, and what or, does the reboot look like? It could be a totally new crew, a new crew with, with a with new attorney. Because I don't think you could do it with Ari. All right, so that no, a new crew, new like uh, you new know, crew you could, and new agent, entourage, the new class. Yeah, entourage, the new class. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that the Hollywood system uh, is, you know, this is the this same. Is a valuable IP. You, you know, nobody <laughs> leaves important IP alone nowadays. I think they're going to reboot it. I, I don't know. I don't know if Hollywood is the center of the world for the entertainment industry uh, in the way that it was in 2004. I mean, it could be a Vancouver-based show. They could go to Chicago. <laughs> Van- All right. 
I think Entourage is dead. I, I definitely uh, that I, I know the Bill Simmons pitch well of that they should have ditched the Entourage core four and now Ari Gold is representing like a a new guy and his Entourage or which they you know. sort of do at some point, right? The turtle represents a rapper, I think, during the course of the show. Great, great. That must have been one of the turtle written episodes. Yeah, turtle road. turtle backdoor <laughs> pilot. Uh, yeah. But uh, so yeah, okay. So in this is is turtle the head of a new entourage? Is that what what's going on? Uh, I don't think you need to bring back any of the any of the core four or Jeremy Piven esports to, to do- team. That's not bad. An esports <laughs> team. Kevin Connolly's esports. Hey, team. I, I used to be friends with a guy named E. Yeah. I, you could have them as like cameos, like a Fuller House style, but I don't think they could be a regular. <laughs> it's over. Party, party's over. Uh, the poster for Entourage the movie says the the ride ain't over. Newsflash, it is. Yes, the ride has come to a close. All right. It's not just Disneyland that's closed. Yeah. Akiva, anything else on yeah. Entourage, season three, episode seven? No, R, that's, uh, that's it. That's all I got about Entourage. I don't think it's going to work, the R thing. All right. Uncle Kiwi, mailbag time. Yeah, how's it going? It's going okay. Uh, so in the <laughs> pulling back the curtain, it's been what seventy two hours uh, since we spoke last. And how how you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's been an eventful. It's been like four weeks these last yeah. these last seventy two hours for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it, you know, uh, I'm excited to be back talk with you on uh, the, the listener feedback. Segment. Yeah. So, uh, but basically, uh, status report both uh, very similar to Thursday for uh, at our personal uh, places of residence. Yeah, I mean, kids are quarantined at home, and like you know, I'm never getting rid of them, and uh, you know. Where I'm, I'm stuck here for the in, you know, foreseeable future with, uh, with six people under one roof. But other than that, everything's great. Okay. All right. Akiva, have we seen an influx of ideas into Renap over the past week? Has sort of like a, the chaos and the crisis created a lot of motivation for people to be thinking about ideas for the wheel? I mean, we definitely have had some. I've seen, definitely seen creativity. We had on the uh, Renap subreddit. Um, we had that great, uh, Dream Daddy's art. If people want to check that out. Yes. People, a, a guy drew, I think his name is Sean. Yeah, Sean. He drew, he, well, he's, um, his claim to fame in the survivor community is that he creates like the eight bit recreations of the survivor episodes. Yes. Yeah, so he made, uh, he made like a painting of me and you, mm-hmm. um, as, as the Dream Daddies. Yeah. And I, I thought it was great. Um, my muscles were drawn to scale. I don't know what everyone's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you look great too. I was I think told it's that really... I have the waist of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah, you're a little little slender, but who knows? Maybe there's not a lot of food in your yeah. house right now. Maybe you'll get slender. Yeah, my measurements are about uh, 42, 24, 42. Yeah, no, you're 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 pretty thin there, and my my biceps are are drawn to scale. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, uh, my wife was. I think it's like the most attracted. Uh, to me, she's ever been when she saw that picture. I'm like, wow, that guy's hot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Akiva, I did uh, end up seeing a little bit of uh, our good friend uh, Kirsten McGinnis uh, was playing Dream Daddy on her Twitch stream the other night. And so I watched a little bit because I was like, well, why isn't this on the wheel? And I, and I watched it. And uh, yeah, I have to agree. I'm in the camp of uh, this is not a podcast, us playing Dream Daddy. It is very boring. 
Yeah, it's a little boring, uh, and it's it's a very visual. Yeah, let uh, me tell you listen, a little bit about like yeah. what I saw from a Dream Dream Daddy. Please, so please, it's a funny. It seemed like a funny idea. It seemed like it's a video game about you are a uh, a dad dating and trying to find another hot dad to get in a relationship with. However, that I felt like there was way more being a dad going on in the video game, like taking kids to softball games and there's always like 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 teenage girls around that you're like taking to like different activities uh, that way too much dad (laughs) Hmm. like who is this for people that don't have kids to see what it's like right that's exactly what we play video games to get away from you're going to like call of duty and being like, all right, I want to like shoot some people because in my real life, I'm bringing kids to soccer practice. Yeah. So, no, it was very, it was very boring. Uh, not a lot of actual like dating, a lot of like just like small talk and taking kids to activities. Yeah. That, that's not really, that's a weird video game. That, that it should just be dad. Like there's not a lot of dreaming. It sounds <laughs> like, like either, I thought, it, I thought it was a game about picking up other dads. Apparently yeah. it's a game about, about being a dad. I had no idea. Yeah. So now are in this, in this concept art, are, are we dating or are we oh, yeah. like, or, or like, are we just people you can select from to play as like us? And then you can be either Akiva or Rob and go out onto the dream daddy universe. Yeah. I think we're playable characters. Okay. All right. Would we double date? Would you, would you go on a, a double date w- uh, with me, to, uh, like you with a different dream daddy? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, I think that's yeah, – we're not going to date each other. That would no, be insane. That, that, but that would be best case scenario, I feel like, to go on a, a, double, a double date. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that would be good. I, I feel like people would get bored. We'd probably both get ditched within, like, within an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where would you go? Where are we going on this date? I haven't been oh, on a date well, I think we're right now like probably a like a, a Skype call. All right. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Facetime. Six feet away. Yeah. I guess there aren't a lot of. It's it's a tough time for for dating right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but a tougher time to be married with children. Uh yeah. Which is not in the fishbowl. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. All right. So Uncle Kiwi, what mm-hmm. what do you got in the hopper for today? Okay, I got a bunch of things in the opera. Uh, let's start with some season three, episode sevens, because as it's been pointed out, we are um, a little light. We I think have two spots open in the fishbowl. After you know, you if you if you have a pen and a ping pong ball, you could put the Flintstones in mm-hmm. uh, that that one, but never made it into the bowl. I don't think. But here are some ideas that were sent in this week from listeners related to season three, episode sevens that we could potentially watch, although not next week because it's ineligible because we just watched it today. Okay. Um, so Murder, She Wrote, Elizabeth says, why don't you guys do Murder, She Wrote? Mm-hmm. Kirsten McGinnis, the aforementioned, says, what about the nanny? We've discussed the nanny before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah says, Vanderpump Rules. What about getting some Bravo Lebs into the mix? Mm-hmm. Well, I do love the Bravo Lebs. I think that might be interesting to see what's going on there on the on the Vanderpump. I feel like that uh, we kind of did the 90 Day Fiance thing. So we got a little bit of a taste into like a world of us talking about like the lifestyle television. Mm-hmm. Um, w- would any of those uh, get you excited? I think Vanderpump, no, Murder, She Wrote, no. The Nanny, uh, I'm, it's not a disaster, but I don't know. And again, we could put a few of these in in the uh, in a poll and see what the listeners have to say. Vanderpump Rules, I think people would be excited about. 
Um, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, our buddy Will from America says. Not SpongeBob Matt? Uh, Sponge, no, SpongeBob Matt wants us to watch uh, uh, Glee. Glee. But that's already yeah. in the fishbowl. Which I heard was actually a, uh, a poor episode for us to watch. Yes, that's what people said. And then I said to Matt, what do you think about taking out of the fishbowl? And he said, no, sorry. <laughs> he said, "He said yes, there's tough topics in there, but don't be wimps. <laughs> don't be wimps. Yeah, he said, like, well, what does it get taken out? Just because there's just because it's a sensitive topic. I think he's like, afraid we'll to lose it. his show. Tell him that we pick a different episode that I we don't want to talk about something that's uh, difficult. We, we just have to talk about E snuggling uh, somebody that was not the right person in the menage. We don't need other mm-hmm. difficult t- subjects to talk about. Fine. So SpongeBob Matt, because he picked Glee himself, he is unilaterally allowed to switch it out for a different show. Yes. Pending approval from Ombuds person Aisha. Yes. And speaking of that, we do need to. What's the email? If last chance for people to, uh, p- you know, put their name in the hat for a Supreme Court position. Th- those will be random. We're not picking them. But uh, yeah. Aisha's gotten, I think, o- almost 100 um, people volunteering to be in the Supreme Court. So, so what's the email to ask Aisha? Aisha got a lot of submissions, but some people did not spell Aisha's name correctly. Those emails got bounced to me. I think I forwarded some of them, but uh, some of them definitely fell through the cracks. So check your email and make sure that you sent it your, if you, especially if you didn't get a response, to Aisha, that's A-I-E-S-H-A, at robiswebsite.com. That's our ombuds person. Uh, let's see if maybe Will from America could get that email address up at robiswebsite.com slash wheel list. That's A-I-E-S-H-A at robhaswebsite.com. Um, okay. Uh, uh, some more ideas. Audrey sent in a whole bunch. Friday Night Lights, Pretty Little Liars, which has been requested a lot recently. The OC and Gossip Girl. Anything there? Strike your fancy. Hmm. I mean, not particularly. I'm sorry. Okay. No, listen. This ultimately, like, we, we just put in the fishbowl and we forget about it, but one day it gets picked and it's an episode. So if you're not super psyched about it, we're not going to pick it. Yeah. I was thinking uh, about one yesterday that ooh. I was going through Netflix because this is what you do now. And so mm-hmm. I was trying to find something to watch with my kids. And we ended up uh, watching several episodes of Pee Wee's Playhouse. And I wanted to pitch that for a season three, episode seven. But it looks like that the season three of Pee Wee's Playhouse is only three episodes and i'm not necessarily sure if like i it, i feel like it kind of holds up peewee's playhouse i feel like it's there's not enough there to really make fun of uh oh interesting i would think it wouldn't hold up but you're saying it holds up yeah i thought it was right in show. my mind i thought it would be good but i feel like it was actually like uh like no my kids were actually kind of into it oh uh, you showed it to your kids interesting why it's a kids show yeah i guess i'm watching I guess, peewee's but I thought playhouse like- by myself I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're doing research for an app. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, we've watched uh, several episodes of Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah, no, that's a good... There should be, like, what are good shows for, like, kids streaming? You have, like, a six-year-old boy. I have a six-year-old boy. What's, like, the best... What's the? What are the best shows for kids to stream nowadays? We watch a lot of MasterChef Junior yeah. in, uh, in in this house. We're, we're a couple seasons behind, so that's what we've been watching with dinner every night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, none of those really uh, jump out at me in terms of being uh, great season three, episode seven. Uh, you know, we talked about at one point, my two dads, uh, is that, is, especially in, with all the talk of Dream Daddy, mm-hmm. um, my two dads, season three, episode seven, did it go to three seasons? I'm not sure. I, I think there was a reason why we didn't put it in, but I don't know. Uh, Anne-Marie also says the facts of life. Hmm. 
Yeah, let's see. Uh, so let's... my two dads did go to three seasons. Did it get seven episodes? Uh, yeah, it does look like it. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Duel. Uh, it's homecoming dance at Nicole's school. And the teacher in charge goes to see Joey and Michael to see if they have any suggestions. They both uh, taken with her and come up with uh, girls asking out the boys. And Nicole finds herself in a delicate position where uh, she decides if she wants to be with Corey or Zach, and when uh, she makes her choice, someone else asks him out. Uh-oh. Well, we're spoiling the whole episode now. I mean, that's the synopsis. Um, yeah, I mean, if people are super... Let's not so, put it on now, but if people are super psyched about it, I'm happy to okay, put it I would next week. Or, submit it for a fan vote. To be but in the what fan. else is in the fan vote? I don't know. Like, uh, make, that I we could wait a in, week and see what else Okay, is. So send, send me more Scene 3, Episode 7. Spam me with season three, episode seven ideas for next week. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the facts of life doesn't interest you, right? No, not really. I don't know what I don't know much about it. Yeah, I know the th- I know the theme song. Hmm. Okay. Uh, just uh, throwing out some other '80s sitcoms uh, sure. at the risk of being called old by many of our listeners. Uh, mm-hmm. Punky Brewster. Did we ever talk about that? We did. Uh, I suggested it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, I, I, I think you nixed it then, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm up for talking How about, about Webster? Punky Brewster. I don't, huh? Maybe we, are we putting in four more 80 sitcoms? I'm not against it. Yeah. What about an 80 sitcom vote? Yeah, we could do 80 sitcom. Okay. Vote. Let me just I mean, throw I, out some, let me throw out some, some 80 sitcoms and you, and you tell me any interest. Webster. Okay. I don't know much about Webster, do you but know I'm willing the, to. Pre- the basic premise? There's a kid. Yeah, Emmanuel Lewis is adopted uh, by some uh, foster parents, Ma'am and George. Mm-hmm. Ma'am. Yeah, that, that was what he called the mom. Well, no, it's not okay. mom, it's ma'am. Okay. Uh, I don't really remember any of the other details. Uh, we're out of this world. You ever hear of that show? Never heard of it. Never okay. heard of it. I, I just think it's not famous enough. Well, let me, let me tell you a little bit about it, but uh, okay. that Evie is an alien and she lives with like a normal family and she could stop time with her fingers and like she could put her fingers, to- her fingers together make time stop i think it was like a syndicated uh show mm-hmm. the problem is if a show is not famous it's not going to win the fan vote like that's going to get two percent in the fan vote okay all right uh just think that um what about mr belvedere I'd have to like look. Tell me about Mr. Belvedere. I've heard uh, of the Mr. name. Mr. Belvedere is like uh, Bob Euchre is the dad of a family, and then Mr. Belvedere comes in. He's the uh, the announcer, Bob Euchre. Yeah, he's he's a sitcom dad also. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and then uh, he's uh, like a older British gentleman, like a proper butler, but he's somehow like the housekeeper for this family. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe maybe because there's two spots. Maybe we do like an 80 sitcom vote and a, and a modern show vote. Next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's the boss? So, I feel like it's been talked about. Before. Yeah. We could put who's the boss back. But you know, one more time in the... Bosom Buddies was the issue the that it didn't go three seasons? I think so. I think it, it only went two seasons, if I remember correctly. Okay. Also, uh, and it's so, really late 70s. Our, uh, our thoughts are with Tom Hanks. Yes. Um, late 70s, but I loved uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. But you were not super into it. Um. I'm open to it. I'm open to it. All right. But it, that, then maybe there would have to be an old like mm-hmm. old sitcom and then like new show poll. But maybe next week we'll put up two polls. Okay. How about this? Yeah. Let's do a old school and a new school ping pong ball. We need two more spots, right? Perfect. Yes. Okay. Two, two more spots. Yeah. So that's great. So let's by, ne- by the end of next week, we will put two new fan votes out for an 80 sitcom uh pot- potentially you could throw welcome back cotter in there an old sitcom mm-hmm. and a new sitcom everybody's happy 
Um, okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. And the new show doesn't have to be a sitcom. Whatever. Whatever it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, yes, that's correct. It could be, it could be, uh, anything. It could mm-hmm. be even a sitcom. Um, all right. Uh, I spoke to the great, uh, Shannon Gus earlier today. Yes. And she was saying that she would love to come on Robin Akiva at some point, but she has, uh, very specific interests and they don't always overlap with what we talk about. Uh, and she is also Same. like interested in, you know, breaking into Robin Akiva, but does, I don't know if she's listened or she doesn't regularly listen, but she doesn't really know where to start. And sometimes maybe she's confused by what we're saying. So should we have her, uh, on and do a Renap explainer where it's like, here's the episode. If you don't know what everything is, here's what we do. But also we like maybe lie to her a little bit. She said, like we could make some stuff up and some stuff is real and some stuff is not real. And like, here's what we do. And like, this is the, hey, I, I want to get into the show, but I don't get the inside jokes. And I don't know like what the deal is like to uh, take put bring on one or two people who don't listen and explain this podcast to them. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I feel like that for me, that sounds uh, like uh, would it be fun for the for the uh, people that have been listening the whole way through? Yeah, maybe not. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, we did discuss earlier starting a second podcast. So maybe the second podcast is just an explainer for this podcast. Right. Right. Maybe it's a sub. Maybe when we go like two days a week, uh, sure. then we could do one, one of those podcasts. Like, Hey, Robin Keefe is going, uh, two times, three times, four times a week. So here's a little bit of an explainer of what Robin Keefe need a podcast is. Mm-hmm. Uh, another update. And next week is episode 75. We're going to go through the whole, uh, Will's wheel waiting room where we have uh, very exciting three ideas. Instead of a mailbag next week, we're going to go through. We'll we'll throw some out, put some on the wheel. Uh, but this is uh, this requires more prep time. So I wanted to get to this. Uh, hit by the hit by a car, Claire. I was talking to her. Yeah, and she had worked uh, for a while on an episode we called Robin Akiva Get Cancelled. Yeah, which ended up being a little bit similar to the episode we did with Jordan Kalish, where he right uh, right. And it's and it turns out Akiva that airing that episode uh, would lead to Robin Akiva getting canceled, not for anything that we said, but for the listeners being so bored. Right. So now, what what hit by Clark Claire ha- is what she Can you has not say is, hit by a car Claire anymore. I, I still have that stupid tooth issue. I'm talking out of one side of my uh, mouth. This this ruined my life. This tooth issue. Um. The that's what did so, it. So yes. The so uh, hit by a car, Claire has gone through the entire archives of our Seinfeld podcast and find things that we got laughably wrong. And she's I don't know if she's cut the clips already, but she has timestamps of all these clips. Is there something we could do with clips where we are where we are, you know, wildly wrong? And, uh, you know, would we, should we play like here's the top 10 dumbest things Robin Keeve ever said? Should we do gamify it like we did with Jordan? That didn't didn't really work. Hmm. Yeah. Is there a way to salvage these clips? I just, I don't know what the clips are. So I kind of feel like that maybe, maybe we just need like, uh, I would trust like our, our brain trust of like, uh, Jess Sterling and DJ mm-hmm. LaBelle Klein and, uh, you know, uh, you know, wh- whoever else that we would trust with this type of thing, they should listen to the clips and let us know, is there enough good stuff there to be able to make a game out of this? Yeah, I think that's a fair idea. Yeah, Claire's listening to the podcast. She likes the Seinfeld podcast. Maybe we need a second opinion mm-hmm. on uh, d- would this hold up for the general audience, especially people who didn't listen to the previous podcast. I, I don't think they would be about Seinfeld at all, but it would be stupid opinions that we had in the past. Sure, sure. 
Um, all right, so we could table that for another another day. Um, I on another update, we have the biggest mistake podcast. If you want to send in your biggest mistake, uh, go to my Twitter feed, and it's it's there. It's one of my most recent tweets. Listeners have been sending in the biggest mistakes they've ever made, and uh, you know maybe at some point that'll become a podcast. Do you we have got, a need go more. to biggest mistake that you don't have to say what it is today, but you you already know what it is. Oh, like when we discuss ours, I, I was thinking about it and I didn't really come up with one in particular. Hmm. Other than other than agreeing to get uh, my wisdom tooth removed. <laughs> Too was it hurting you? No. Yeah. No, I went to the dentist and he said, you got to get rid of it. It's going to get infected. Mm-hmm. It should have been like that. I it, it, Hopefully it just takes me down completely. Like I, I should have. I and, and then it was two. He was going to do two at one. All right. Nobody wants to hear about my wisdom teeth. Well, uh, I was, I was uh, interested. Okay, so but yeah, no, it, it uh, um whatever. L- luckily, I don't have a job that so I don't I could sit home and whine about it all day. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah, biggest mistake. Keep sending those. Uh, Robin Akiva, do a ride along. Are you familiar with the show Live PD? I am aware of it. I've never watched Would, it. I know that should we, from Howard Stern that Richard Christie is a big fan of it. Okay, should we watch an episode of Live PD and discuss it? I feel like the episodes are like four hours. Okay, I mean, we don't have to watch the whole episode. We could just watch, like, uh, a cho- you know, a chosen hour. Somebody could say, like, hey, last night, it was a really good hour. Hour two is really good. And we'll just watch <laughs> Can that. we just check it out on YouTube first before we watch it? Because I feel like it's going to be um, not necessarily... Uh, like, I know you've wanted to do where Rob and Akivo watch a, like, uh, just wait for there to be a police chase. And then we uh, and then we end up doing No better time to do that now. Yeah, yeah. Although, although maybe hopefully the criminals are socially distancing themselves when they're, when they're like, uh, you know, in foot pursuit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, live PD. Should we watch now? Should we like see what's going on for a second now? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think that's necessarily con- uh, conducive to. Are people, is there like violence? Like, are people like getting shot I don't and know. stuff? I know. I, I, I don't think people, they're showing people getting shot, but I feel like, you know, uh, it is live. You know, people getting, people getting arrested and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily like really okay. fun to talk about. Do you know what Super Smash Brothers is? Yes, it's a video game. Okay. So Derek says, as a follow up to the Royal Rumble, what about a Super Smash Brothers tournament? The game has customizable avatar characters called Miis, so I can customize them to be Renap characters. The game could be one on one versus one, up to eight characters battling it out at once, where teams of two, so Robin Akiva could take on other Renap teams. The bracket could be customizable any way we want. Alternatively, it could be Renap characters versus Mario characters or anything else. Akiva could be fighting Princess, Princess Peach, or Rob could be fighting uh, the King Cake Baby or King Koopa. <laughs> either, either King. So... The Royal Rumble is like a story, at least. Uh, the, uh, like, let's say hypothetically, like, my avatar is going to fight, you know, somebody else. I'm, I'm fighting Chester now. Is that interesting to hear about? So is it like, I, I, this is a total blind spot for me. Is it like Mortal Kombat with Mario people? I believe so. I think it's similar. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, when I, this has been in the, in the mailbag for like six months. And I, I, for whatever reason, I thought it was like Mario Kart. But now I realize it's not Mario Kart, it's Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about video games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. If people said, oh, that would be incredible, I would reconsider. But yeah, I agree. I, I don't know if there's right. a, an inherent well, story. We like- talked about this last week. You and I don't don't think something is good. But then people go on to change.org and then they get their petitions going. And it only mm-hmm. takes, what, 100 signatures? Yeah, 100 signatures. 100 signatures and we'll reconsider. Mm-hmm. This is your podcast. Uh, Sean, yeah, it's the People's Podcast. Sean from Orlando says, "What about the simple life of Robin Akiva? 
Uh, and this was probably written pre-corona, but the guys will head down with Big Tom on his ranch for one week doing manual labor in a similar fashion to Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie on the reality TV show The Simple Life. Logistically, this will need to be brainstormed, but Rob's recent episode with Big Tom got a mental picture of Robin Akiva on a farm and Big Tom roasting Akiva, and I could not stop thinking about it. Maybe Clarence could come too. I will say Clarence Clarence Black was on uh, a few episodes ago. Very frequently, he's been roasting me on Twitter. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed this. He just gets bored and like fires like four tweets off completely completely uh roasting <laughs> yeah I and i don't even engage like. the best was that recently on the curb podcast you and i were in the discussion with josh wiggler of is ted dancing hot you yes. tweeted out the poll is ted dancing hot and mm-hmm. then uh that was a bad day for clarence to be checking yes. your timeline because oh, he, yes. he responded with uh a, a simple uh six characters uh da f-u-q question mark <laughs> yeah yeah clarence been roasting me i we, you know i don't know if i don't do you think it's out of love or does clarence like genuinely dislike me i'm not sure i think it's out of love i think it's out of love. i think he dislikes me i actually yeah. think he doesn't like me I, I think we need to come up with some sort of a premise to get clarence back into the mix i have an idea i have yeah. an idea but i don't want to spoil it i do have an idea oh uh, you want to hear one more uh one more mailbag idea sure uh, Robin Akiva get reamed. This is by Kristen. Okay. Uh, she says Reem Reem Daly, who's a survivor. Uh, can you explain Reem in like ten seconds to somebody who doesn't watch Survivor? Reem was the first person that got voted out in Survivor season thirty eight, and then she ended up going to a place called the Edge of Extinction, where she was able to stay for the rest of the days as part of the season's twist. And then she was very salty with the people who ended up putting her there in the first place, and would say things like, "Screw you, dude." Yeah. So yeah, Reem is salty. She's a she. You know, she could hate on you. You know, she's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. So here, here are five different segment ideas that Kristen C has for, uh, Robin Akiva got Reem. She says, "Can I speak to the manager?" People register their customer service complaints with Reem. She suggests one. She selects one issue to tackle and calls the manager on behalf of our dissatisfied customer. Um. Uh. Okay. That's the idea. Uh, yeah. Shark Tank. People call in to pitch ideas for a podcast. And Reem, Akiva, and Rob decide if the idea is lame or flame. If Reem invests an idea, uh, then I guess we do it. Mm-hmm. Reem daily, daily. Reem tackles non-political hot issues that have the country divided hmm. and weighs in with her opinion. This is rapid fire. Each topic only gets 15 seconds of commentary. Hmm. Or she uh, judge Reem, where people call in with small issues like my boyfriend and I split up and we have a dog together. How do I decide who gets the dog? And Reem gets her final judgment in on how to handle the issue. Uh so it feels like it's a big uh, time commitment for for Reem uh, that I just don't know if she's somebody who has this kind of idle time on her hands. To, like mm-hmm. there are some people that I know that they have idle time. They have more idle time now than they've ever had in their lives. Uh, they're sitting yes. around with nothing to do. I'm not sure if Reem's that person. I agree. And I'm not sure if she fits the vibe. Maybe she does. I have no idea if she's, you know, would, would appreciate what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't really want to waste her time uh, too much. Like, I think there's plenty of people that could be available right now. Uh, this is like, uh, it's it's the, uh, a great time for uh, booking podcast guests because there's a lot of people with a lot of downtime right now. Yeah, if you have an idea for a guest we should have, even if you don't have the idea for the actual podcast episode, let us know. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe, we, maybe we can make that happen. Um, yeah. So uh, that's all. That's all I've got really in the in the mailbag this week. Do you have anything else? 
No, nothing else that I can think of right now for the mailbag. But, you know, uh, very very excited to see what comes up uh, next on the wheel. And just, you know, uh, how much of an appetite is there for more Renap? What do you mean? Do you want to, should we, that, we're, that we're talking about Rob and Akiva need another podcast. Mm-hmm. Should we do two episodes? Should we do like, let's do another episode tomorrow. You know, the thing is where, you know, for a lot of people that they have suddenly like, oh, I have a lot more downtime. You know, this is like, oh, what 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 show mm-hmm. am I going to binge? That My life is exactly the same, except my kids are around. Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, uh, I, would, I would love to, you know, hey, let, let, let me, you know, do twice as much stuff uh, now. Uh, the, the only thing is, like, uh, I was already doing a lot of stuff and it, it's got ha- harder to do the stuff I was already doing. It's true. It's true. Your life might get much easier in like June when Survivor's over. Maybe things go back to normal, mm-hmm. but no shows have filmed. So like you're now looking at, you know, who knows downtime. Maybe there's no Big Brother. <laughs> who Like, you know, you might have a lot of time to fill this summer or early mm-hmm. fall. Yeah. But you're you're not free yet. Yeah. Akiva, do we need yeah. to potentially fast track the uh, third wheel, whether it's tournament? Whether it's uh, what, whatever how we decide the third wheel, what if you or I were to uh, become stricken with an illness? Oh right man! Now. now you're getting now you're getting really dark. I'm not getting I'm not getting it. dark. I'm saying, <laughs> but but like if you can't record one week, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. The show being, must go on. The if show I have the coronavirus. Oh, we well, we would just take time off. I mean. I, I like I don't know I, if I'm too sick to record because of the virus. I'm probably dead. No, like I don't. Yeah, you. Nobody wants to hear you coughing into the microphone if you get if if you get sick. If I'm that sick, it's not great. Yeah, I, you could have a mild. This case. is also a one way street. Like I can't really record without you. I don't even know how to press the buttons. <laughs> so this is really a one way street. It's Does it mean Chester's automatically the third wheel then. Well, I think we said it could be Ali Lasher. It's a, it has to be an A. It has to be an A person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, look, I, it, don't, I don't. I don't know. If I'm too sick to record, keep it. Go on without me. Keep going. Okay, fine. Yeah, fine. Keep going. Um, because then uh, I don't want to have to uh, rush back. Uh, now this is all morbid. Now I thought you were going to say uh, that. It's- I'm, not, I'm not being morbid. Uh, that I'm not. I'm not saying that anybody is going to be. Uh, look, look. Who know? Who knows what could happen? But that I'm. I'm not trying to be uh dark. I'm just saying there's a there's a there's a non-zero chance you or oh, I sure. could get sick. Oh, no question. I will say I thought you meant that the third wheel tournament, in terms of people's availability, never been better. Normally, mm-hmm. it's not possible on a weekday. Now, probably much more possible for people to call in. They're working from home. Unfortunately, maybe they're not working so much. People will be much more available on Wednesday afternoon or whenever we record. Mm-hmm. to uh to be part of the third wheel tournament or any of the other sort of listener live listener feedback you know type things that we have okay all right so let's talk about what's currently on the wheel season three episode seven is ineligible for mm-hmm. this week uh next week it will return back to two spots on the wheel yeah very controversially but yes yes okay uh we have our coin flip we have our crappy movie diaper slash yeah. hat has not uh, been picked in 2020. Since we cut it from two to one spots, it's really uh, been been very quiet, the crappy movie diaper. Uh, we have Mount Rushmore. We have The People's Choice. We have our third wheel. Uh, we have uh, Robin Akiva, Need a Verdict. Mm-hmm. We are going to give listeners nicknames. 
We have our sequel yep. mechanism. Uh, do we want to potentially uh, bring a Brant Steel back into the mix for the... I've- I had the same thought. I think it's almost ready, but I also think uh, we need to have the bracket come up first, and then the brand steel could come back on. I don't want to hurt the chances of the bracket of brackets, because people really want a bracket. March Madness was literally canceled. It is right now Selection Sunday, and there is no March Madness for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think people want the bracket I mean, that's of brackets. That's the first time ever. I mean, in like 1947, before yeah. the NCAA yeah. tournament. Um, but yeah, I, I think... You very in the very short term, I think we can bring back. I, I had the exact same idea as you, but not this okay. week. All right, uh, we have the pot off. Mm-hmm. We have the Cosmo quiz. Yep, we have the 2020 winners prediction. Now that might be yeah. Tricky. So I had the, I had a note I, that's suspended until like things actually happen again in 2020. There, every anything that was pitched is going to be sports or pop culture. Like there's just nothing to predict right now. There's nothing happening that will come back when when life resumes as we know it. Hopefully mm-hmm. soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one could that one could be a tie. That one could be a tie. Okay, and then we have the bracket bracket. Now, yes, so people are saying, "Hey, uh, you gotta up the ante here on the bracket bracket." Are we at? We were at four. I mm-hmm. that, that goes up to eight this week. Yes, goes up to eight. I, I spoke with listener Brett Farenkoff recently. He felt mm. like that it needed to be exponentially bumped up because this is the only bracket that people have to fill out this month. So should it be like squaring it? So like four and four and four squared. Now it's 16 and next week it's 16 squared. Is that hmm. how it works? It's, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, is, is this wheel jamming? This might be wheel. I have no idea if this is allowed. Can we call Aisha live? I don't know. I don't know. If this, <laughs> you can text know. her uh, and see. Uh, if she's uh, if she's able to respond, I got a quickly. new phone. I think I like I don't I don't remember her number off the top of my head, but that would be fun. Okay, so let me just look at what the wheel looks like with eight spots on on the wheel. Uh, if mm-hmm. we're going to be guilty of potential wheel jamming, and, and do we have emergency powers to wheel jam right now? I think next week, if it doesn't come up this week, next week it's worth looking into constitutionally if if we can do like eight squared and make it sixty four or something. So the like bracket bracket is approximately forty percent of the wheel right now. Yeah, I have that too. I using using uh um Will from America's wheel visual visualization chart <laughs> in the spreadsheet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're good with that. But you're- but it's about fifty percent if you include like people's choice, people might pick it and Coin flip, I'd probably pick it if it came up. Maybe yeah. a sequel, but it's, okay. it's definitely under consideration. All right. So, episode number 75, next time on Robin and Keeping Podcast. Are you ready to see what comes up? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I definitely am rooting for the bracket of brackets, but I'm happy with anything on the wheel. Okay. All right. Let's see. Episode 75. Where are we going? Big number, 75. Yeah. Let's see what we got. It's going to be... Uncle Kiwi, you'll be happy. It's the bracket yeah. bracket next time yeah. on Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Okay, that's great. Uh, we have had hundreds of submissions, but uh, if you want to submit, we probably have a few more spots. So keep submitting your bracket ideas. There's probably a few spots available. And uh, yeah, so the way that podcast works, Rob, is there are 32 bracket ideas in a bracket. We will... We will cut it down to one. It's as only thirty-two. Only thirty-two bracket ideas. I, I, I think sixty-four is too many. Okay. I mean, you, you and you specifically said no play-ins. So I think once you get past six thirty-two, if you're going to forty-eight, no play-ins, no buys. That was your rule. <laughs> so I think, you know, yeah. I, I think we should be able to cut it with thirty-two. 
Okay. If you want 64, we can make 64. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I also think the the same five or six ideas, like maybe there'll be a Cinderella sleeper, but the same five, there's five or six powerhouse ideas I know. Okay. Will there be a bracket available for people to print out and take to their office and then, or, or at least email to people in their office? Yes, we will have, um, I'll, I'll post about it on social media this week. I, I'll ask the noop, the noop, uh, Randy Noople is usually available, but I'll get someone if he's not. But yes, look, look out for my social media and we will, um, We'll have a bracket available for people to uh, gamble on since they can't, uh, they can't. Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe I'll give something to the winner. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> what, what are you going to give them? I don't know. I, I'm thinking. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I have a fun idea. I will, I, for the biggest mistake podcast to incentivize, we said that we would give a mailbag spot. I also have a funny t-shirt idea. I will buy a t-shirt for the, for the, uh, the person who has made the biggest mistake. So if that, if that incentivizes you. I'll get I'll get a thir- Renap designer Tate uh, Renzenbrink who who made uh who made us mm-hmm. a hat for Liana the Five Timers Club uh that she's probably not getting anytime soon since I was going to give it to her at the uh the live know it alls yeah okay um but yes the the and no one's else is allowed in the Five Timers Club until we until we could get more hat production up mm-hmm. um I think uh yeah so submit ideas for the bracket uh, if you want to submit a bracket we will have uh, brackets available by the way a listener made a renap crossword puzzle i don't know if you saw this no, i Rob. didn't see this uh ab sutton listener ab sutton made a renap crossword puzzle i tweeted about it uh it, there's a little rg it's like slash it's renap slash rgp slash regular crossword puzzle yeah where, uh, there's where definitely is it some, uh i i tweeted it if, okay. you, if you check my my uh i should make like tiny urls and have better things like you do with rob's website but mm-hmm. more I, i'm just you know I, it's all it's all in my mess of a of a Twitter time. I'm at Keith twenty six K E V two six. Yeah, and uh, the, I, th- I think that's all I got for you. Okay, all right. Let me sh- check this out. Uh, <laughs> Should we can we do a little of the crossword puzzle? We got a couple minutes okay. now. Can sure, we, let- sure. Okay, all right. So we got a crossword puzzle of uh, let's see, uh, how far down is it? Uh, March twelfth. March twelfth. Okay, uh, so. Then, uh, okay, renap.pdf, crossword puzzle, March 12th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Should we busy- fill out the whole thing? Uh, let's see. All right, so this is a real crossword puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, All he right. made a full... I don't know if he's like a bit real, like official crossword puzzle maker, but but he did okay. he did make them. All right, well, let's try a couple. Let's see how far we get. Okay. Uh, have you done this? Have you printed it out? I've not printed it out, no. Okay. All right, well, let's see how many people can can do it uh, and uh, send it send it our way and see. Uh, the, the, like, cause people are have to have the downtime for this right now. All right, yeah, but but they could pause it if yeah, if they yeah. don't want to be spoiled one across on the- buzzer. Mm-hmm. That's probably mm-hmm. Bell, right? Four letters. Buzzer is Bell. Well, let's you don't what, think so? One one down, uh, starting place. I feel like that would be home. Base? It could be line, like base? starting line. I guess it could be base. Uh, let me see. Yeah, it's probably yeah, maybe base. I mean, but you don't start in a base. Fourteen I don't know. across, Nobel Peace mm-hmm. Prize City. That's Oslo. Oslo. Okay, so that mm-hmm. that's good for home, not for base. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is good for home, not for base. Uh, what about seventeen? Seventeen across, breakfast, uh-huh. lunch, or dinner. And that's four letters. So that's got to be meal, meal, right? But but you said it was Oslo. No, well, fourteen across is Oslo. Oh, 14 across is Oslo. Okay. Well, you think Oslo is where you eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Okay. okay. Well, I, I, you think you can? I mean, I don't know what the restrictions are right now. Well, right now, it's probably pretty strict if, if you want to eat yeah. breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Okay. And 20 across. Youthful ops. 
Yeah, well, who's that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is really hard. I don't know. We're, yeah. we, we're Robin Akiva and we can't do this. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're. Yeah. I, I think that there's probably listeners will be better. Uh, 62 across. Cohen co host. Cohen co host. Yeah. Hmm. Linda it's Cohen? Probably, I think it's Allie Lasher. Hmm. It's nine letters. 62 across? Yeah. Cohen co host. Cohen co host. Allie Lasher. Why, why is Allie Lasher Cohen co host? She's Brian Cohen's co host. Oh, okay. Uh, it's. It's not like uh, Keith Hernandez or Ron Darling. No, I don't think Ron it's Gary Darling Cohen. Is he not, is a, yeah, he is a big Mets fan. It could be mm. it, you think, but then he would say Gary Cohen. <laughs> but does he even know? Like I, AB, I don't think he like. Maybe it's not Ali Lasher. I don't know. It just fits. <laughs> no, Ron Darling is ten letters. Yeah, Hernandez. Could it be Hernandez? Hmm. Maybe it's not Ali Lasher. Okay. I thought it was a Renap. I mean, that's like a Renap. Right, I'll, ret- I'll retweet this and see if anybody yeah. can if anybody can figure it out. Okay. Uh, Blank Aviv, three letters. Can you get that? Tell. Eight, eight down. Yes, eight down. Olympic swimmer Janet. Do you know that? Mm. She was in many Olympics. No, I do not. Evans, Janet Evans. Janet Evans. Okay. She was like trying to make the Olympics when she was like late forties. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you think the Olympics are going to happen July twenty fifth in Japan or twenty fourth? Whatever uh, it is. I, I, you know, I, I just feel like there's so much infrastructure that needs to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. Like uh, in in the lead up, I I kind of feel like that. that I think that's going to be pushing it. Uh, I, I don't want to. It's, it's do, hard to you know, commit to rampant it. speculation. It, yeah. Well, what about yeah. the uh, Robin Akiva summer uh, road trip? I mean, listen. If if is it on I hiatus right now, should we be planning a, a, a virtual I don't meeting? Think, I think it's absurd to plan any sort of trip right now. But if Things look better. Of course, I'm very willing to do it in August. If the Olympics happen, I can't do it till after the Olympics because I should be working on them. But um, uh, right after the right after the Olympics, I'm up for it. And if the Olympics don't happen, well, I assume the world's not in a great place. But then, yeah, I mean, if there's a possibility this summer, if it's safe to travel, I think we'll travel. It just I don't think mm-hmm. anybody planning anything now is uh, you Let's know. Say, yeah. sis- we're, we're all we're everybody. We're on pause. We're all on yeah, pause. The whole Let's- world's on pause. My sister's wedding is May twenty first. I'm just hoping to be able to go to it and that it happens. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Okay. Not up to the summer. All right. Well, on a down note, uh, can you bring us back <laughs> up? Can you give us something something to, uh, to be excited I, I, about? I'll, I'll give you something really down. Uh, something on the ground. Nile Slithers, fifty nine down. <laughs> Niles Slithers. Not- not Nile, like like the Nile River, Slithers. Uh, it's like asps. It's for, for, asp? Is that a type of snake? Yeah. Wow, that's a good call by you because it's four letters. Yeah. I feel like that asp is uh, the only thing I ever know about an asp is like uh, that it's, it's like a, a common crossword puzzle clue. Mm-hmm. A 38 across. Seinfeld character, character Heffler. He was in the Seinfeld character bracket. Hmm. He's, you know who Hafler is. He's the man who bets with Kramer at the airport on which planes are going to come in, which is basically the only way you could gamble nowadays. Yes, yes, yes. You, uh, well, I, I don't even know about that. Yeah. Um, so which, which flights will take off? Yeah, I, I, I don't, that's Earl Hafler. I, I which was is reminded a great, great text when you guys, uh, I, uh, I listened to the uh, part one and and mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of minutes of part two of the Seinfeld uh, mm-hmm. bracket. And Shots fired at Amir, who came on part two. You're a lasher only stand. <laughs> And I, I I know nothing about Seinfeld. Like uh, I enjoy it. I am not. Uh, I, I'm in the not in the top ten percent of Seinfeld super fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of those guys have watched it. You know, seventy. 
Like somebody was saying to me that you go to a Seinfeld trivia night in Manhattan. If you've watched every episode 20 times, you're, you're like, you're useless at Seinfeld trivia, you know? Yeah. I'm a you to, you, casual super fan of Seinfeld. That's fair. I think that's fair. A blank ward of once and again, 50 down. Sila? Yeah, Sila. She was in Sisters that I, for some reason, watched when I was a little kid with George Clooney, who got blown up in a car bombing one episode. They, yeah. and they wanted to kill him off so he could go to ER. What about uh, 76 across? Come together. Yeah, I don't know. How about that? Yeah. Was that uh, what happened with E and Sloan? And, uh... <laughs> no, I think no. it was just... No. no, that was a spoon. 48, yeah. uh, R-H-A-P fair, 48 across, and it's four letters. 48 across, R-H-A-P. Is that pods? Because R-H-A-P is, is, is shortening Rob as a podcast? Because usually uh, it's like a sh- pods would be shortened something, but I guess R-H-A-P is shortening Rob as a podcast. What, it's four letters? Yeah, I think it's probably pods, right? That's what, that's what your fair is. Could be, could be. Uh, neighbor right. of Russia. Hey, let's let people do the crossword. <laughs> okay, people, fine. People, uh, let like, us know I, how fast you did it. Make us feel dumb that like someone like, I don't know, Jessica Lees will be like, yeah, I did it in 42 seconds. Yeah. Like, it's easy. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap up for now. Uh, we'll be back with the bracket bracket coming out next week. And uh, mm-hmm. look very much looking forward to that. If people want to get in any last, is the bracket set? Is the tournament set? No, it's not set. Uh, what we did was I had some, some uh, people who volunteered look at the list and and pick out like their top 20 and then i sent it to one person and said like add it up but there's still time to add it up there's definitely like four or five spots available from what i'm told i've seen a few of the lists i haven't really like gone over the whole thing you know so i could have some element of surprise yeah. and again the concept but- is going to be that we will do the bracket bracket this week and then next week do the bracket that wins yeah which is also perfect timing because we can we could do the bracket of brackets next week and there's no mailbag anyway uh, so next week we could go through the the wheels wheel room. waiting yeah. room. Great, perfect. Uh, but there's no wheel spin next week. There's no wheel spin. Oh, because we know okay. what the episode is. Well, so. no, episode seventy five, first episode with no be, wheel spin. But it's going to be very long because that the brackets are usually long, and then going through like it's not going to be a short episode even without we'll the wheel. Throw spin. it. We'll blow through it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Great stuff, Uncle Kiwi. Of course, need mm-hmm. a podcast is the email address if you want to uh, send anything in, whether it's an idea or a pitch for the bracket of brackets. Akiva, any anything else? We need a podcast at robhaswebsite.com in case somebody. Yeah, need a podcast at robhaswebsite.com. Okay. Yeah. Or yeah, absolutely. I'm excited for that. I'm excited uh, to go to you know start our second podcast. We got to figure out what that is. Our third podcast. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you get an idea like this, and the next week I'll be like, hey, remember when you said you wanted to do second podcast? I was like, no, I barely have time for one. What are you talking about? <laughs> you were just in like a good mood on Thursday. And you said <laughs> we that. were now in a good mood? Yeah. Uh, on Thursday, I think, we, I think we were punch drunk on Thursday. Thursday yeah, was we were punch like, drunk. Uh, Thursday you're, you're was a still in, I th- You're still, I think, in a fine mood, but I. But sometimes you, you're in a good mood, so you suggest something, and it's like, uh, it's like you're getting a raise from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. But, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, you don't always feel that way the next day. <laughs> yeah. In the light of day. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Uncle Kiwi, great job. We'll be back uh, next time. Are we doing one or two goodbye songs today? I think uh, uh, let's do two because it got botched last week. Yeah. Okay. That, that For the record that we did when we recorded, there were two, there were two songs on the timeline. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right. Until next time, everybody. Take care. Have a good one. And bye. Here come men in black. Won't let you remember. All right, check it. Let me tell you this in closing. 
Although it might seem imposing But trust me, if we ever show in your section Believe me, it's for your own protection Cause we see things that you need not see And we be places that you need not be So go with your life, look at the Roswell crap Show love to the black suit Cause that's the man in, that's the man in Here come the man in black Here they come Galaxy Defenders Strangers is a Miller Boyette production in association with Lorimar Television and is distributed by Warner Brothers Domestic Television Distribution. <laughs>